This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Jeff, what are you doing September 22nd through the 24th? I'm going to the Cincinnati Comic Expo. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, Hobie listeners, Cincinnati Comic Expo returns to the Duke Energy Convention Center September 22nd through the 24th, 2017. Uh, great guests include Greg Capula, the artist from Batman, and, just announced, John Ratzenberger. Yep, Cliff Clavin himself. So get your tickets at CincinnatiComicExpo.com and come party with Hobie and Cliff Clavin and Greg Capula. More artists and guests will be announced on Cincinnati Comic Expo on Facebook. Get your tickets now. All right. Oh. It's about comic books, movies, growing up with Rokusuki. Superman before Zack Snyder ruined him. Michael Keaton was the best Batman, while Christian Bale was just deadpan. No one remembers the other ones. Princess Leia in bikinis and transforming Lamborghinis. Please don't let Shia LaBeouf ever act again. Remembering tales from the crypt, back when Michael Bay wrote good scripts. All right here is old mystery. Cause it's the history of bad. It's bad. It's the history of bad. So bad. It's the history of bad ideas. It's the history of bad. It's bad. It's the history of bad. So bad. It's the history of bad ideas. Welcome to the History of Bad Ideas, episode number 169. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. I'm Blake. And with us this week is the love doctor, Dr. Bednar. Mm, it's good to be back. Ooh. Okay, I'm now officially creeped out. Good news is we're officially on uh, with mood lighting here, so it's kind of nice. Uh, it's, <laughs> the drapes are drawn, the lights are down low, the fire's going, the we, yule log. We got the Sybil Shepherd uh, look going here. Uh, Foggy yet bitchy. <laughs> it's nice. Smelling nice. the jasmine incense. Oh, yeah. And Jasmine's dancing in the corner. I mean, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I, f- I feel like a Venus flytrap on WKRP in Cincinnati. Oh, I missed that show. WKRP in Cincinnati 2? No, no. No, just the first just, one? Just the first. Okay. okay, I'm just asking. And stay with us, because in News of the Geek, we have Hollywood bigwig Jason Brown. He's returning. He was on episode 124. He's a director. He worked on films of Avatar. Uh, he's never worked with Kevin uh, James, so that's a positive. But he's going to uh, join us. He's got a couple of new shows that he's worked on. Mm-hmm. And uh, Imaginary Friends is in the Houston Comedy Film Festival, so we'll have him in the News of the Geek segment. Well, yes, we have Dr. Bednar with us. Thank you, Doctor, for showing up. Hello. And uh, we are here. It is episode 169. We do have some love questions for the Doctor. Why? So what's so special about one? Look at the numbers. We're immature bastards. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Well wow, wow. <laughs> Blake, how are you doing, man? Doing Thanks for right. being here, man. Thank you. We love it. You're going to be out the next two weeks. Yes, in theory. Yes, so we're going to miss you. We're going in to have some theory. good guests. What's going on? Uh, I'm going, are you okay, Blake? <laughs> no, yeah, I'm going to exotic Columbus, Ohio for two weeks. Ooh, vacation destination. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Columbus Work. crew playing? No, I don't know. What about the Blue, Blue Jackets? Jackets? Oh, Blue Jackets. Yeah. yeah. I'm sporting the Blue Come Jackets. Come on. Okay. 
Maybe. They've already clinched a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. Come on. Oh, okay. I'll go I'll come Maybe. up there on Saturday. Can, the do you watch ho- playing by the time he's up there? <laughs> yeah. Do you watch Before hockey, Blake? No, not on TV. No. Oh. Oh, where else do you watch it at? I'll go, I'll go watch it in person. Oh, okay. Okay. Hockey's not a good TV sport. I sure like, it is. I, like I being beg to person. Yeah. So we'll grab some new uh, some guests next week. Uh, next two weeks. So there you go. But doctor's with us this week. Hey, uh, you know, I, I could Skype in. You could Skype in. You should Skype in. Ooh, that could be interesting. Good. Are you going to be awake or sober? I don't know. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> Live from Nationwide Arena here at the Columbus Blue Jackets where the AAA team will be performing. Did, did he just become a 1920s radio announcer? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was just asking. That's true. It's not the dip man. Well, since we also don't have our hockey reporter anymore, Nickel. <sighs> doesn't even have graphic novel show anymore. Uh, one more episode. Uh-huh. Anyway, so, thanks for showing up, guys. Uh, we're on Twitter at Bad Ideas Podcast. We're on Facebook at The History of Bad Ideas. And we're also on Tumblr at Porn Bad Ideas. I don't know. And <laughs> <laughs> we're also on nerdly.co.uk for your uh, British chaps. Hello, guys. G'day, mate. Nothing, Jeff? Cheeky monkeys. Ah, forget it. Oi. Thank you. Are you the highwayman? <laughs> I think that was right. Vinnie Jones. <laughs> oh, okay. I was just clearing my throat. Yeah. I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Hey, here's your cue card. Oh, right. Brilliant. Jolly good. Cheesy monkey. Wank a cool. Oh. Oh, I read that wrong. <laughs> no, you read it right. We're also on WeBeGeeksPC.com. Appreciate all the love there. Danger Entertainment. Hello, Michael Leal. He has one of our t-shirts that we're selling for $12. All proceeds go to charity. Danger Entertainment. Yes. I thought all proceeds went to Tara Reid. We're on the Tangent Bound Network. (laughs) Uh, They all go to Tara Reid to get good constructive surgery. Uh, To her left boob. Is it left or right? Is that the saggy one? I don't know. (laughs) It's not saggy. It's just awkward. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, we do have shirts. Dr. Bednar has one. It's uh, $12. You can uh, direct message us at... Bad Ideas Podcast, or let us know on Facebook or at hobiepod at gmail.com. And uh, everything goes to uh, Disabled American Veterans Charity in Kentucky. So let us know. Uh, anybody got an up-down this week? You guys want to do up-down? Uh, sure. sure. I saw Logan over the weekend. <gasps> Yay! How's he doing? Uh, is that your up or down? <laughs> I, it's my up, actually. <laughs> I like it... Dr. Bednar's joke. <laughs> <laughs> I was ignoring it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, no, really. How was it? I no, mean, it, it was, it was, it was better than I was expecting. See, I, I thought it was going to be. I haven't seen it yeah. yet, so I'm, I'm. I mean, I don't want to get anyone's expectations too high, okay. but it was better than I was expecting. I thought Patrick Stewart did a hell of a job. I mean, mm-hmm. what do you think you're going to get? Anything, everything he can. He's played this role in how many countless films? Right. But you know, he got a new take on uh, Professor X, and it was brilliantly done um and i'm glad they went the rated r route it was it was a good call if they went pg-13 it would not have been the same movie there was no way you could have gotten across what you needed to get across did you like the actress playing x-23 oh she was excellent she was amazing now granted they were did a great job in how to cover up any deficiencies that a young actress, a child actor might have. Don't have her talk much. Ha- have a mute character, or when she does speak, she speaks Spanish. Mm-hmm. So it's tough to 
tell if they're actually bad actors or just speaking but broken English. But her expressions English. were good. Oh, she was she was good. I because everyone's talking about how good she was, and I was assuming she's going to be like fifteen or something. She was like ten, eleven. Yeah, I mean that was that was outstanding. Doctor Bernard, did you see it yet? No, I've got it downloaded, ready to watch. Um, Illegally downloaded, ready I to mean, watch. <laughs> I'm gonna. Be you got your tickets it. downloaded. Uh, yeah, to go see it. To go see it on mm-hmm. the plane tomorrow night. Great. Um, <laughs> damn it. Send all. We're not. We're not cutting that. To <laughs> at Hobie Podcast. Delta is actually doing a good thing. It costs an extra two hundred dollars, but they let you watch new movies out on you know theater. So that's oh, nice. Oh, there you go. So I'll be watching Logan tomorrow night. But I, 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 did, I think actually it was um, the last podcast I was on. I brought up. I said, so does Logan. Break the does, curse. Does the trailer look like it's going to finally, you know, break the X Men Fox curse of just having these horrible movies? And you all agreed it was. There's no way it was, but uh, I wasn't yeah. fully convinced yet because usually you guys are right. But I, I, the trailer actually just looked like it could be really good. I mean, not wh- supposed to, but yeah. I mean, was it a perfect movie? No, there were some right. faults or whatnot. But no, it was especially compared to the last stuff we've been getting from Fox. Right. Well, I mean, you yeah. could have taken a crap and it would have been better than that. So. <laughs> as long as you put time travel in it. With, tra- with time travel. That's Blake's favorite uh, motif of any movie. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> no, seriously. for Is it for $200? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Because I was about to say, that's what's wrong with the airline industry. <laughs> yes, yes it is. Next thing you know, they're going to be charging you $50 per luggage. <laughs> don't eat the fish. If airplane taught me anything, don't eat the fish. Demand that extra olive in your salad, damn it. That's right. You're entitled to it. Right. So that's your up this week, Jeff? That is my up this week. Doctor, what's your up? Um, You know, I, it's, it, I know it sounds very... Uh, um, um, Menial, but but you guys have heard of the whole work life balance thing, mm-hmm. right? You know, it's a very 1990s, early 2000s thing. I, I learned a new term and what it is these days. It's work life integration. Okay. So I guess I think it was last week Blake was talking about, you know, over in Europe they work 35 to 38 mm-hmm. hours a week or or whatever, yes. and uh, um, you know here we are just constantly, you know, everything's open on Sundays. We're 24 seven. We're constantly going. It's all technology, and we're we're plugged into everything, and. So, I, you know, work-life balance doesn't exist anymore. It's an old, it's an old uh, adage that just isn't there anymore. It's all about work-life integration. And this is something, you know, Blake brought up last week with working a lot of uh, hours in this country. And, and we're constantly plugged in. We're constantly just always, you know, at it. And, um, you know, I, I read some articles this week uh, and, and brought them to my workplace about work-life integration. And it actually really... Uh, helped me to relate to some of the millennials and and the next generation on how we're going to uh, uh, you know work as a country and as a um, as a workforce moving forward. It's no longer work life balance. We're always working in many cases. So I'm up on work life integration. You related to the millennials by firing them? No, okay. no, no. That's that the whole point. Is that hey, you know, you want to work 40 hours and you want to work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and have Friday off. Did you get your work done? Hell yeah. Go for it. I man. don't know if we talked about it on the show or something else, but I did read an article about that that it is stupid, the whole nineteen fifties, you gotta work in an office, cubicle, right. because it doesn't work. No. After two they said after two o'clock, nobody works usually. 
or you know the the drop off because you're exhausted from the whole day. You're actually getting maybe six hours of work of quality Correct. done. Correct. And they I'm say, just the opposite. Yeah. I do my best work right before the day ends. I stuck in the morning. The last yeah. five minutes. Here's a great. I'm, <laughs> exactly. I'm a deadline driven guy. Here's so. a great example though. Here's Jeff who says I, I do my best work at this time. Well, honestly, if you if you work better between the hours of two and four, but you don't do shit between nine and eleven. Come in at noon, dude. I don't give a shit. Get your work done. And that's the problem that they don't realize that because it's the old version. Right, right. Everybody, oh, you got to be eight to five. You know, it's the old uh, paradigm. I work with a lot of uh, folks, you know, the millennials that working in an IT company, and these guys come in and do work on weekends. They come in, they do work at night. It, it doesn't, you know, bother them. And so, what do we do during the day? We let them. I mean, they can determine their own. Now, granted, it's a little bit different being, you know, in an IT company, but it's. I think it's. I think a lot of companies are going this way. And well, the problem is though that if you don't trust your employees to work from home, then why are you hiring them? That is an issue. If you don't trust your employees to do their job, you can find what you know that they're not doing their job. You can let them go. Yeah. But. You know, there's no way to hide it now with a computer. Every work is on computers. Yeah. So it's not like it's going to be, oh, well, is Bob really doing his job? Yeah, you know if he's doing his job. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, that's true. There are, there are a lot of uh, jobs and professions out there that lend it to working, what they call it alternate work site. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That you can do alternate work site, whether it be from, you know, Starbucks eight hours a day mm-hmm. or your home basement and yeah. where you have the correct te- technology and stuff. Now, some major IT companies in the past have tried it, like Yahoo and et cetera, mm-hmm. and they weren't comfortable with it, and they didn't feel like it worked. It's not because the program didn't work or it wasn't accessible to do it. It's that they didn't manage it properly mm-hmm. because they're still stuck in the old management paradigms in, in which, you know, if I can't see you at your desk doing work, I can't, I can't trust you to do work. And if you're managing your company that way, there's an obvious flaw. Well, that if, concept. So. If, if people are worried that you're not doing your work at home, yeah. did you walk around your office? Because everybody's on Facebook well, after a certain time. Honestly, I, I am more productive when I yes. am working from home because there's actually less distractions from cubicle mates and uh, work, uh, you know, work conversations, right. you know, that go on. You know, you, you get stuck in the scuttlebutt at the, mm-hmm. you know, at the water fountain, you know, and you know. It, it does take away, and there are times when I can just focus, and I can crack a lot of stuff out in an you know eight nine hour period. Then I can't do any cubicle at work. I feel like in those nine hours I work from home. When I do work from home, I do more, I actually work all nine hours easier than anything. Sorry, as I was pounding on the table. Apologize <laughs> for that. But it is true. I mean, and I, I don't understand. Eventually, it's going to get there. It's not my generation that's going to get it, though. That's unfortunate. Well, think about it. It's our generation that bred the next generation that's Correct. that's bringing this to uh, to the, the forefront. forefront. You yeah. know, this is the whole work-life we, integration you're, thing you're right. is a real thing now. So. We've got to kick we, that we, old generation out of the way. Yeah, we've got to get rid of the baby boomers. Jeff, you're out, dude. Blake looks healthier. I'm, well, that's true. I'm still a Gen Xer, man. Yeah, you know, I was a latchkey kid. I, I remember both parents working mm-hmm. and coming yep. home myself and oh, etc. Yeah. Yep. You know, in 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 part, you know, we're in that demanding of the balance. Mm-hmm. You know, because we've seen where our parents have done, you know, in the past and etc. with the 60, 70 hour work weeks, both parents not at home and your latchkey kid letting yourself in the house. You know, so I mean, this is this is the way of the future. If you don't have 
the abilities to do this, you know, you're eventually going to fall and, down and, by the wayside. And, and to just, you know, just to kind of finalize, I would say, you know, I think people, when they, when you try to look at it as I've got to have this work-life balance, you know, I've got to have this balance of what I'm doing at home and what I'm doing. At, it, it's just, if you realize that it, you're integrating it in and everybody in the family understands that it's integrated mm-hmm. and everybody just works that way. You're going to be a lot happier with how all of that's going to, you know, how all of that is working and baking into your life. You're not stressed out if you're going to be able to get off work on time to go see your son play. Exactly. Can I go to the doctor without going and knock on my boss's door and say, I got to go to the doctor. Is that okay, boss? I figured out a way to do that. I figured out a way. You just throw up in their office. And then you go, I got to go. I got to go. Jason keeps a bottle of Epicac syrup in his... uh... In his drawer, just in case right. for those times when he's not let's sure hope, if the boss is going to be okay with. Let's it. hope his boss isn't listening to this episode. <laughs> right. My up this week is I've actually to piggyback <laughs> off the toilet, the toilet, to piggyback <laughs> off the technology, <laughs> the toilet humor, the technology is I've actually put my phone away a lot of the times uh, at night, <laughs> and it's usually <laughs> up in my bed in our bedroom charging. And I just don't even look at it after usually six o'clock to about eight thirty, nine o'clock. Once my wife falls asleep, then I can I turn it back on. Wish she falls asleep by nine, so at <laughs> nine fifteen. But I've actually clash of clans during that time. I don't play that. I play The Simpsons tapped out, wow. and and I don't. I know, but I've started to do that the last week or two, and it's like it's yeah. so much nicer. I don't have to look at the screen because it's just one of those things. And that's it's how a, you're integrating your life. Into your personal or work or your yeah. technology or whatever, allowing it to happen. So that, that that's, that's my good. this week. Good for I, you. I just I did that the the other day uh, last week. I left my phone at work one mm-hmm. night, and I thought I don't need it. I went went about my business. We, we, we I was out that evening, and I was talking to a friend of mine, and about it's like oh well, I'll check my phone tomorrow because it's at at work, and she's like <gasps> what. Yeah. How can you not have your phone with you at all times? <laughs> That's right. And then like, five minutes later, he made a beeline straight back to work. Nope. Uh, no, got no you the... can get Pornhub no, on a lot of devices. <laughs> <laughs> he actually went into the woods and found the porn <laughs> magazines that way. Good thing I buried these here. <laughs> there. These kids today don't know how to find good porn. <laughs> oh, 1970s. Hello again. Right. Bic razors weren't invented. Oh, well. <laughs> Oh, Mary Lincoln. <laughs> she was in a lot of porn. Yeah. <laughs> Mary Todd Lincoln. Mm. They said she was insane, but that was just to cover I, it up. I thought you were talking about Abe Lincoln's sister. Wow. Okay. <laughs> no, his wife. <laughs> Everybody loves those stovetop hat porns. <laughs> yep. All right. What's your up this week? <laughs> I don't know how to top that. Come on, Hobie. No, Not actually, literally. You know, you know what? One of my uh, ups this week is the uh, KFC kernels. Now, the now new the, one? Yeah, the gold, yeah, the gold KFC. <laughs> oh. That's Billy Zane. <laughs> Billy yeah, Zane. Do you know that's Billy Zane? Yes. You mean the Phantom himself? Yeah. The Phantom himself. <laughs> Slam Evil? Slam Evil, that's what it was. I like, I like what was the best line. Will it make you rich? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you remember when Billy Zane was going to be the next big thing? No. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Remember. remember when Scott Speed was going to be the next big yeah. thing? Uh, <laughs> racing? He was not yeah. Titanic. No, no. Oh, wait. Scott Speedman? No, Billy <laughs> Zane. Oh, he was the bomb in Phantom. <laughs> the Phantom. One of the, one of the most <laughs> underrated, overrated movies ever. <laughs> and the best is they fight pirates in it. That doesn't... No, you can't do that. It doesn't translate. Well, it's because they didn't have Johnny Depp. Yeah. So. 
Oh, that would made it worse. <laughs> it made it much better. No, no. But my, my serious other up was uh, Black Sails. Final episodes next week. Oh, I can't I wait. I've never watched, watched the past a single couple one of years. Them. It's actually pretty good. It's like the precursor history to Treasure Island. Did they find the treasure in this show? No, they just buried it. Oh, okay. Speaking of pirates, yeah. we missed the great segue right to there. No, we missed it. What was this? Well, when you were talking about pirates, and then oh, okay. Speaking of pirates, anyways, Black Jay, Blake, what, what were you going to say about black sails? <laughs> I just did. Okay, good. Fuck so you, Jason. You're a cunt. <laughs> Ooh, that's a cheeky monkey there. Uh, he was using the Queen C word. See, Nikki, what you started? He was using the Queen C word. That wasn't the American C word. <laughs> you know what? Let's not do a down this week. We're going to do a positive. Yeah, it's all that's positive. What I like this week. Yeah, no downs. Good, because I actually didn't have a down. Well, no one asked you. Anyways, so uh, we did get a couple of tweets. Uh, you can follow us at Bad Ideas Podcast. That last week when Chuck somebody died, uh, who died last week? Chuck Barris. Thank you. Anyways, when he died last week, we accidentally said Chuck Barris yes. from the Gong Show. <laughs> well, three hours after our show premiered, uh, he did die. <laughs> so now people are asking us, could you put yes, curse. Oh, Could wow. you put some people out there <laughs> to help us? Well, no, we can't. Kevin we James can't yet, so. <laughs> I feel like cholesterol is going to do my his job. <laughs> job, it'll be fine. <laughs> oh yeah, Kevin, have another pen. Have another Philly cheesesteak. Anyway, so well, we 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 created our own X file. Yes, we do apologize to Chuck Barris's family. Uh, so we apologize for that. Chuck Barris, the Gong Show died. He's CIA agent. You know everything else. That's right. So uh, anyone else? So I've been listening to some music in the car. I know it's kind of a weird thing to do. New music or old music? I don't know. I don't know music well. 21 Pilots, the yep. band, is on every fucking hour. They're are they it th- right now. Yeah. Are they the new version of Coldplay? Because they fucking annoy me. Wow, Ohio's own 21 Pilots. Where and are they from? Them, Columbus. Oh, eh. So, are they... They were the best part of the uh, uh, movie last year. Uh, what movie? Uh, Suicide Squad. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't know music, did. so I don't know. I, yeah. But I feel like I I can't stand Coldplay, and I fucking hope that they fall into the Nickelback uh, ver- curse eventually. That everybody's like, why are we listening to them? Twenty One Pilots or Coldplay? Both. So now I'm getting yeah, hoping Twenty One Pilots goes to that. <laughs> and so much for getting them on the show. Wow. <laughs> I thought we weren't going to have any downs this week. Yeah, no kidding. I was, it was just no. a question. Do just you think they're talk go- about it? Yeah. Do you think they're going to be Coldplay? I don't. I'm not, I don't even know if I've even heard any of their songs. You've heard some. Of, yeah, I guarantee you. Once you listen to them, yeah, okay. I, I don't think so. Okay. No. For one, no. I don't think they'll get as popular. Because pop- I mean, Coldplay built up over. Many years and they're like international. They're yeah, they've sold global. a lot of souls. I mean, global. Coldplay got so good that the lead singer got to marry a, a, a Hollywood star, Tara Reid. Not Tara Reid. Who? Jason uh, C. Brown. No, wait. No, what? <laughs> no. uh, so, Gwyneth Paltrow married the lead singer yeah. of Coldplay. Oh God, yeah, Chris Martin. Chris Martin. Right. No. Yeah. Well, remember I like they had Chris children Martin because they uncoupled. Such great writing information on his hands. I mean, oh. he uncoupled. Yeah. Although honestly, I will have to say the uh, Coldplay, uh, Chris Martin doing the uh, uh, Game of Thrones the musical skit is hilarious. If okay. you haven't yes, seen it, it look it up on YouTube. Was it on a show or was it just? Uh, it was for like the red letter or the red yeah, nose right. comedy okay. thing yeah. or whatever about two it's years ago. Really good. Oh, it was hilarious. I was just wondering that. I kept hearing Twenty One Pilots. I'm like, ugh, eh, I have no desire. Uh, anyone see the Justice League trailer? 
Yes. I'm, not as good as 21 that Pilots. Gonna, that was going to be my down. <laughs> oh, well, we're not doing downs. No, but, but what the fuck with Aquaman? At what point was he in the water at any point during the fucking trailer? <laughs> he, he was standing no, there when serious. the wave he's came. He's literally, he's flying, he's driving, he's floating, he's on the ground in the background with his fucking spear, he's talking to people, like, just out there. He's at a bar. Yeah. At no point is this dude in the water. Because they know he's useless otherwise. But you, then you why know, have him? You know, because, Aquaman doesn't have to be in the water. Because he got Momoa. That's just part of his powers. He's got superhuman strength. He's got uh, <laughs> the ability to communicate with uh, Aqua Life. He loves bestiality. He probably does, but I don't know that for a fact. <laughs> oh, seahorse. It would make a big beer, six pack okay. plastic rings. If it was like <laughs> pouring down rain, which actually it's a Zack Snyder movie, so it constantly looks like it's pouring down rain. But and at night. But yeah, it's it's at night and it's pouring down rain all the time. So maybe I can understand that. Mm-hmm. So he's still getting wet, you know, so his fins he's still able to what, gills, breathe his and gills. gills and, and, and uh, fins. He's and half gills. human, he can breathe on land. He doesn't need water. Yeah, let's not get ridiculous here, okay? He Come was on raised now. as a human. Don't you know this? Stuff? I was your most steadfast supporter of Aquaman <laughs> until that trailer came out, Jeff. <laughs> Hey, Blake. Well, that's not a good trailer, so I'm not going to support the trailer. He's walking down the street. But Aquaman like, was the coolest part of the trailer. Cyborg. If, he, if he's walking down the street and there's like a puddle, does he have to stop and like, you know, splash himself yeah, at least a couple of times? Or like flop around in it a little yeah. bit. Like he parts it. <laughs> so, here we go, Blake. Warner Brothers. So, uh, let's see. Uh, we're making Justice League with Aquaman. Uh, what's his powers? Is he in the water a lot? No. Uh, uh, we're going to have him drive around and fly around. Yeah, let's not make him in water. That's dumb. Why are we make him? So, uh, Aquaman. Hey, think of production costs. We can't film underwater. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. Can we call Disney? They did it with Finding Dory. Can we do it with them? Uh, let's I don't go know. find an Olympic-sized pool and uh, swim in it. Can, can we Can we get that Phelps guy? Can, no, he, I, can he be it? I, can he be I, Aquaman? Uh, I got the uh, pool. They filmed Nirvana's cover shot in the uh, album. Let's How about the kid? Can he from Nirvana album? Can he be it now? He's old enough, right? Uh, no, the graduate. Yeah, the pool from the graduate. I think that's available still. So you want Dustin Hoffman as Aquaman? And, uh, yeah, and the uh, scuba scuba gear. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Dustin Hoffman as Aquaman. I like it. I like uh, it. We gotta fix. We gotta put the word plastics in there somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Plastics. Um, yeah. Plastics. Could, could. It's the future of underwater Aquaman. So yeah. we got Batman. Does he have to wear a bat suit? Like, uh, could it be something no, else? No, he's got a bat scuba gear. Okay, yeah. I like it. I like Bat it. That's Goober Gear. I thought the problem. So this whole thing's going to take place in an Olympic pool. Uh, uh yeah. Well, actually, uh, it's a twelve foot pool. Okay, okay. Above ground, right? Uh, it's an eight feet deep. Eight feet deep. Eight feet deep. Okay, okay. Yeah, the yeah. problem is Dustin Hoffman doesn't know how to swim anymore. Can he get one of those tubes around his waist? I think that could work. I, I've seen uh, James Bond. They got a little mouth thing. Okay. Yeah, okay. he would use that. How about Halle Berry then being in it? If you're talking uh, James Bond, could she be uh, Wonder Woman? Uh, as long as she's in the bikini. Okay, uh, okay. With the knife. You know, it only cost a... I, I think we can get her to come out, walk out of the pool, get that shot. It only cost a million per boot for her to show it. Uh, and this is a kid's movie, and you know, everybody loves breastfeeding. We need, uh, we need, uh... Uh, tuna placements. We okay. need uh, chicken of the sea. We uh, we need to stick some cans in that film. I think that would be a good idea. I think that would be a uh, good idea. Uh, Jason Momoa will be sitting there and he'll be eating some uh, chicken of the sea tuna. Yeah, because yeah, he's not Aquaman. You know what? No. You could make Jason Momoa Aqualad, Dawson, uh, Dustin Hoffman's boy. 
I know. We'll get the uh, calamari aliens from uh, the arrival. Ooh, yeah. ooh. Nobody's using those. They're 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 in the closet. Okay, okay. Uh, we're going to need a robot. How about uh, cy- to play cyborg? Uh, uh, he can translate the the circles. He can translate the circles. Uh, 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 Got to play C three PO. Is he available? Anthony Daniels? I think yeah. so. I think right, so. Get him. Oh, how about Warwick Davis instead? No, we, we oh. don't need a small robot. Okay, okay. Hold on. Do we got a small R2? What about that dog from Justice League? Oh! What about Gleek? Can we put uh, Warwick in a Gleek costume outfit? <laughs> I think we could do... he's like uh, Cyborg Gleek. Uh, I like it. I like it. I yeah. like it. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. And could he have a round bottom, like 8-ball uh, or whatever from the yeah, uh, we'll Star Wars him, uh, movie? we'll call him Weeble. Okay, I'll- uh, weeble. Okay, he doesn't fall down though. He just wobbles. He just wobbles. He doesn't fall down. A weeble wobble Warwick. And then we could have. A sp- oh, imagine! Oh. Then we could have a spinoff. Then we can get Kenner to uh, produce those toys. Yeah. I don't think Kenner's around anymore, sir. Uh, damn. Alright, scratch all that. Okay. Well, that was back good- to square one. Yeah. yeah let's go. All right, uh, Aquaman tuna. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down, kid. <laughs> Justice League, the tuna years. So that was our thoughts on Justice League trailer. Uh, let's see here. Wow. We had a Twitter poll of the week. Poll of the week. After Beauty. I get that Torch Boy, too. <laughs> it wouldn't be the same without Torch Boy. Yeah, you know, that Star Wars guy that catches on fire and flies Can around. we get uh, Michael Jordan, the basketball player? Yeah, that guy. Yeah, okay, we'll get him, dude. Well, He's we'll Torch Boy. a lightsaber in there. Uh, we'll tie Star Wars in, yeah. How about Digital You Do? Yeah. Let's do that. All right, sorry. Uh, after Beauty and the Beast... <laughs> Killed the box office for every single week it's been out. What live-action Disney film are you most looking forward to? Now, I apologize. <laughs> None. There's a lot of complaints <laughs> that we didn't put that many out there. I can't help Twitter. They only do four, people. I'm sorry. Uh, there's 18... There's still, yet you yeah. chose these four. Yeah, you're, so you're subject to Jason's selection. <laughs> these, are the next, these are the next four coming out. Kind of like the Game of Thrones characters from last <laughs> week. <laughs> these we are, had to correct. <laughs> these are the next four that come out. Next to Mulan. Mulan I forgot about. I oh, that's what I'm most looking forward to. No. We'll, we'll change it to Mulan. No. So, we have The Lion King, Little Mermaid, Dumbo, and Aladdin. So, yeah. you can vote at Bad Ideas Podcast. Here a, it was. Do Aladdin without uh, Robin Williams. No, I think they're just going to keep him up, prop yes. him up there. All right. Or, you know, they can see Hello. Jaya. <laughs> yeah, yeah r- r- really, uh, they just need to use his dialogue that he already recorded. Jasmine's going to be Carrie Fisher CGI, so it's fine. Uh, anyways, uh, it's going to be an all-dead cast. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Chuck Barris is Aladdin. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, in last place, and America has... Renewed my faith a little bit here. Zero percent want to see Dumbo, the live action with Will Smith. And I'm not Who kidding. Who is Will Smith being? I don't know, but he's in it. <laughs> big, big African. Like it's actually happening. Yes, these are live movies. action Dumbo. These these are all movies that are happening by Disney. Live action. I'm not bullshitting. You sure it's not Operation God, Dumbo I, Drop? I thought this was like a, a hypothetical. Dumbo? No, this is real movies oh, coming this is out. Really happening. So there was logic to your selection. Yes. Zero well, percent, but, wait, but I mean, as if Hollywood couldn't get bad enough. Well, let's get their rehash or uh, no, yeah. just in general, in like general, movies in general, what are constantly rehashing everything. Now we got to just rehash all this in live action because the Disney because Beauty and the Beast has made three hundred million in two that weeks. Was, okay, of well, all of them, if you would put all of these in here and said and said Beauty and the Beast as one of these options as a fifth option, it would run away with 
with live action. That would be the most no-brainer one to my, do. My issue is I just go watch the original cartoons if I want to see these movies. Yeah. Well, well, really, if you think about it, for the past 30 years, hip-hop has been rehashing all the popular songs from... You know, 1980s and before. Uh, so, yeah, but it's all there you go. go. It feels new. Led Zeppelin See, but copied off of P. Diddy, right? So it's new. <laughs> yeah. Cashmere? I yeah. think that, that was no, not Led, Zeppelin. No, Led Zeppelin uh, copied uh, the Beastie Boys. Oh, good call. Good See, call. Right, Beastie yeah. Boys came out first, right? Yeah. Okay, so anyways, uh, Dumbo was 0%. We had a pretty good uh, re- response to this. Of course, we're talking Beastie Boys <laughs> from 20 plus years ago. <laughs> People today are like, what, what referencing are they doing? No! I don't understand. Rest till four o'clock. It's sleep. No, it's sleep. No, it's sleep. 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 No, sleep. rest. He just rest. wants to rest. No. <laughs> uh, in third place is 25% The Lion King. That's the one you voted for, isn't it? I didn't. I cannot vote. Oh. Even though I put the poll up, I'm not allowed to vote. That's the one you would have voted for. Probably none of them, actually. No. Uh, and in first place, Bia winning 44% to 31%, Aladdin over Little Mermaid. So there you go. I voted Aladdin. Uh, Disney is also remaking live versions. Uh, oh, making a prequel to Aladdin called Genies about how the genie got into the lamp. I don't care about that. Uh, Dumbo, a prequel focusing on the origins of Cruella de Vil starring Emma Stone. Now, hold on a second. That's Dumbo. Yes. And then comma. Comma. A prequel. (laughs) (laughs) Misuse of comma. I read the same thing. Uh, Very much a misuse of the comma there. Uh, Emma Stone is Cruella de Vil in a prequel on how she got evil because everybody has to learn that. They're also doing a, a live action of the demon from Fantasia, how he became a bad guy, too. And I'm not kidding. I'm like, why? Why? Uh, we're also doing another oh, one. He was, how he, yeah, he was a demon. demon. That's how he became a bad guy. <laughs> Boom, you're born. Boom, you're a demon. You're a demon. That's why he's bad. <laughs> uh, live action version of Peter Pan, because we haven't had enough of them. With oh, a spinoff uh, film of Tinkerbell starring Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by, Chris. Uh, I'm excited I'm about home. that. I'm excited about I'm that. I'm excited about none of them. So I'm just hoping, I can't wait till they remake Ab Fab. That is my excitement. That is my excitement. Oh, wait, they did. As an animated series. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, absolutely fabulous, the animated series. Oh, I so want that. That would actually be really, really good. Yeah, speak of AbFab, I got a book from uh, number one fan, Doug. Uh, Edna, come on, darling, sing. Humphrey, yes, come on, Pat, old chap. The man turns around. It's Patsy. Patsy. All right, I'll do that Sonny and Cher number. They were young, they were young. Oh, hang on, I just get this chord right. I have the absolutely fabulous scripts in a book form, and I'm excited about this. Blake, <laughs> anytime you bring up AbFab, I'm going to read a, a line from the book. Good, it may make you, like it. make you smarter. Yeah, exactly. Uh, new Best Friends. I love that episode. Love it. What drugs you talking about last night? Patsy had them, not me. What? I you you realize Patsy these are the English southern. women? <laughs> but it was by English. Become a semi-southern bell. <laughs> I do declare. It's, it's like absolutely designing women fabulous. <laughs> Starring Paula Deen. (laughs) (laughs) That's every character. Oh, (laughs) Oh, excuse me. Lord. So we appreciate that from uh, number one fan, Doug. He got that just for me. 
And he, he told me he got it just so he could, I could do a British accent for everything just to help you out. Yeah, and we yeah. heard what that sounded like. <laughs> we just wanted to watch it with Ben. Let's do some listener feedback. And we're going to kick off some listener feedback with uh, that guy named Doug. Number one fan, Doug. Can't give yourself a nickname. Unless you're a doctor. How many uh, how many times did he uh, vote in your uh, Beauty and the Beast poll at Disney? I think he has 18 Twitter accounts. I yeah, thought so that's why. he was the only one who voted. Disney fan Doug 1. <laughs> Disney Dumbo, right? <laughs> Disney fan Doug 2. Disney fan Doug 3. Yeah. <laughs> Mortgage my house seven times, Doug fan. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Doug mm-hmm. says uh, Chris Kattan, which, by the way. I love Chris Kattan. Have you seen a picture of Chris Kattan lately? mm yeah, he hasn't aged well. Uh, apparently, he has an illness. <laughs> yeah. He's, oh, he's, way to take that down there, Blake. Oh, wait a minute. No, he has some rough times. Well, okay, let's let's get into this. Anyway, so Chris Kattan is going to be on Dancing with the Stars. Will you watch now? Hashtag Roxbury. I love the night at the Roxbury. Are, are you going to watch Dancing with the no. Stars? Good, because he got voted out last night. Oh, well, I was <laughs> going to until that happened. <laughs> I'm upset. I voted for him many times. Mr. T still in it? He is. It's his dog. No. Didn't he have a dog with a mohawk? In the cartoon, yes. I thought that was real life. No, that was the animated series. Oh, okay. Okay. See, that's what happens when you start doing animate. You get everything mixed up. Real live action, animated series. I have no fucking clue anymore. Was he an anime? Mr. T? Yes, Mr. Okay. T. On the mic. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. I do love Chris Kattan. Um, so <laughs> no, him. I hated his one SNL skit. That, what the he hell had was two. That? He had two bad He had Roxbury. No, he had that monkey boy. And the monkey boy. He had the, the Mr. Peepers Mr. and the Peepers. Mango. No, Mango. That's it. Mango. And I like Roxbury. What is that love? Mango character. Yeah, Roxbury's funny once. Mm. The movie it was, was awesome. N- no. <laughs> and Corky Romano was terrible. I used to, oh, I don't know. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me get my bracelet out. <laughs> you, me, you, me, you, me, you, him, 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 me, you, me. What is love? Silver bracelet. You dance to Hadaway all the time? When you uh, the my wife too? did mention that she would like to come on the show here and talk about that bracelet, and that is not what won her over to marry me. So she would like to make that clear for everybody. Jason's disco tech bracelet. She said, in fact, she would have ran. Uh, so, just so, so, you know. so you were metrosexual before it was cool. Oh, dude, yeah. I'm secure myself. I procreated three times. <laughs> on purpose. He's been Two of them. One was an accident. <laughs> Which, yeah. which one we won't right tell? Now. 20 years. <laughs> oh, I think it's pretty obvious. Anyway, so. We at least know three times. Three times, lady. All right, uh, regarding the Hobie Monopoly pieces. Yes. We did Monopoly last week, Hobie version. If, uh, from Besotted Geek at Besotted Geek Pod, he came up with a couple. A croissant. <laughs> Give me my croissant. A torso with abs. In honor of uh, uh, Jeff's yeah. friends. That's right. Or There's a, too many to count. But. Tate, Chris Pratt, John Noble. Chris Evans. Mm, Chris Evans, he is yummy. John Noble abs. Mm, ab. Mm. <laughs> or a globe on fire. A globe on fire? Because somebody just want to watch the world burn. I, I came up with my own. It was the Blake Boner. <laughs> Blake Boner is a good one. Blake Boner. You have to go back a lot of episodes uh, for that. Yeah. Uh, Heno would... Uh, of course, that one. that'd be the X-rated version of a Hobie Monopoly. <laughs> would Heno carry... Oh, out? wait a minute. I, I just... 
thought of a lot of funny jokes, and a lot of them are demeaning. All right, something <laughs> what, self-deprecating. Would we have a little figure of Henna holding the Blake Boner walking around this the thing? Uh-oh. That could work. We never said Floppy as one of them. A Floppy could work? Oh, Floppy. Idris yeah, Elba? Floppy. Idris Elba. Would you got, you got any other uh, Monopoly pieces for Hobie? How you covered the main okay. ones there. I Just can't sure. fathom there being... We could have a guitar for... Dr. Ben yeah, but that's so. I mean, it's it's uh, yeah. I don't know. It would not, not get pa- specific. It wouldn't. Get, it wouldn't get yeah. past the first round on the voting from the fans. I'll be honest. <laughs> Heno's guitar probably maybe, would maybe because a, it's a lot better. A terror, but I mean, maybe a Tara Reid chest with a breast kind of leaning off. The oh, side. just one side boob. One awkward side boob. A, a side boob. <laughs> one side boob. You know what? A six ring thing around Aquaman. How yes, about that? True. You can yes, do, that. True. do that. Do that. Uh, so and it would it would be actually that'd be perfect. Just Aquaman in general out of the water the entire time on a Monopoly board. Dead, dead, just dead. dead, just dead. Like he's laying, he's dead, dried out, dried out. <laughs> you, you poke him with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could probably have Henna with a gold a gold record uh, because he makes gold records. Mm-hmm. He is a true musician. Okay. You know, we could have the uh, Monopoly version with... Uh, He's trying to get a rise, Chris. Cool. He's trying to get a rise. <laughs> a lot of people have gotten gold records. <laughs> <laughs> For people that How's don't know, Henno and Dr. Bender have a rivalry that's uh, excited by Hobie. <laughs> Just yeah, expert. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's okay. You know, our version also came with, uh, you know, glitter dust, but it usually disappears after the first time you play with it. <laughs> and Open video. the box. <laughs> and done. Glitter bomb. <laughs> Yeah, but hey, hey, speaking of Heno, yeah, he wanted like a uh, podcast tour here east he, of the Mississippi. He did. It didn't stop by Cincinnati. He said he was only in Toledo for one day and Pittsburgh for one day, and then he flew down to see his relatives in Georgia. So he did apologize. That's not a tour. That's like a death march. Well, you would think. <laughs> Toledo to Pittsburgh? <laughs> Toledo is quite beautiful this time of the year. They have a tree that's green. <laughs> and and they got Rudy's Hot Dog Bar. Yeah, Rudy's Hot Dog Bar. Don't get me wrong. They got Tony Paco's up there, too. Don't, yeah, don't get me wrong. Toledo is yeah, fine. When you're going from the armpit to the taint of the Midwest, I mean, what the hell are you going to do? He didn't go to Detroit. <laughs> well, actually, he flew into Detroit. Well, he did fly in. I'm just happy he got out of Detroit. Uh, anyways, thanks, Jeannie and Tony, for listening on Saudi Language. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, listener reviews. It's our good friend, Jordan at Hojo B1. Jordan! Hooray! He said, uh, watch both Power Rangers and Life this weekend. Of the two, I would recommend Power Rangers. Hooray! Life was disappointing. Power Rangers was surprisingly enjoyable. Very He's upset Jordan by this. 12? No! No, he's <laughs> not. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Power I mean, Rangers are great. I don't understand the hatred of I them. I seriously am I'm shocked that you're this big of a fan of Power Rangers. I, I can't explain I'm not shocked it. at the fandom of Power Rangers. I'm shocked at the idea that you're actually they're 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 doing this movie. Uh, I you know, but Jeff, it can't I, do anything but fail. Did, let me make Miserably. Sure. Yeah, but we still make Hobie episodes and we fail sometimes. No, I, I, fail I think, so wonderfully. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think Desmond put it out there. Looking ahead, I don't think it's in there, but Mr. Hassing mm-hmm. uh, went ahead and said uh, if you're watching, if, if after watching the excitement of watching the, the good Power Rangers movie, you kind of want to go in and get on Netflix and watch some of the old shows, don't. <laughs> I could see that. So apparently, the, the movie actually. You know, it's pretty good, and it actually hurts to go back and watch the shows. Jeff, I, I've known you for almost 20 years, and I never knew you liked Power Rangers. That is something new. Well, I don't know. Yeah. 
A lot of kids his age like Power Rangers. <laughs> a lot of kids my age like Amy Jo Johnson. Like Marilyn Monroe and stuff. You know? like it's true. They like Marilyn Monroe too? Yeah, well, I mean, that's what was sexy at the time, right? Oh, we're getting to that. <laughs> hey, Blake's older than me. <laughs> Not by much. Yeah. Right. Oh, no. Life, but... life was disappointing, though, he says. That's kind of seen life? I, I wanted seen to. Life. Well, I saw a scene from life because when I went to see uh, Logan, Logan, apparently we walked in the theater and life was playing. <laughs> well, we like, we're thinking it's a uh, trailer and we're watching it and we're Oops. like, okay, we're been, in the wrong there, room. <laughs> like, there, there hasn't been a cut. We've been watching this scene. I'm like, <laughs> it's an extended cut scene. Yeah, I'm know, like, special. And like, this is life. This movie just came out and apparently they started the wrong was movie it life with something. ryan reynolds or the one with martin lawrence well ryan reynolds. okay because i would be quite disappointed if i had to sit through martin lawrence <laughs> movies honestly isn't life just alien you know what it's all the same right. <laughs> yeah, point there. uh next we got uh more listener reviews mm-hmm. it says uh from ryan at green up mm-hmm. says uh 1.5 episodes into legion and i'm confused af that stands for as Affleck. Uh, Affleck? Affleck. 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 <laughs> uh, uh, you know what? I told one and a half in. I told him, yeah. you're going to keep getting confused until about episode five or six when it starts coming. Well, actually, wait till it gets to episode six when it, <laughs> when it changes. It goes back to episode one. And, yeah. Yeah. and next week is the fi- season finale, right? Is it only eight I episodes? Believe so, I believe yeah. it is only oh, eight episodes. Only, oh, yep, excellent. Mm-hmm. Well, then... Can I can I just say that this is my new obsession show like Kobe? Well, and no, okay. Legion. Gotcha. And Legion. It is it is I don't know. It's it's taken over like I needed that something something other than Walking Dead to to get me past something like a Westworld, something that was mm-hmm. you know, could give a little confusing, make you actually think. You could binge watch AppFab. Yeah, yeah. No, but you know, Legion is mind fuckingly awesomely. It is amazing. Even if you don't know what's going on, it's amazing. Yes, and and even this week, the cinematic style of going to the the oh, the black and white style. Oh, that that was perfect. Spoilers for the next couple minutes. Is a fantastic. I mean, I've watched a little bit of Fargo. Have you guys watched Fargo at all? No, I don't watch. I mean, I've I've seen a couple episodes, and I don't. I'm amazed that I don't watch more of it because it is based off of the movie. But they they do a really good job. Nothing but good things. And Holly, yeah, Holly, the director or producer of it is, is is fantastic. So when I saw he was going to be doing this, it was the only thing that interested me because I could give two shits about another ex anything. Mm. Um, and the first episode, yes, I was confused as hell. But it was still be- so was beautiful. Like, I'm going to watch the next one, you know, because it was really, yeah, aesthetically it was good. So I watched the next one. I'm like, okay, I'm more confused, but I'm still, it's good. And then by the third one, I mean, I'm, I was completely hooked. I, I I was backed up by about three of them, so I watched three in a row. And then I'm waiting, like the night of. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting, and I wait 15 minutes so that I can then start it and not have to watch any commercials. <laughs> but, yeah. but like just be able to watch Skip. it straight yeah. through. And I'm serious. I'm, I'm ready. I can't wait. So to from watch now on, I'm going to text you when I see the whole show. <laughs> right. 15 right. minutes left. Oh, my God, Doctor, did you see what <laughs> did you see how that started? Oh, my God. <laughs> did you see how that ended? Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. No, but see, Jason, he did Blake it does right. that to me for Always Sunny in Philadelphia yeah. sometimes. Like, oh, did you see? It? Well, I, I haven't watched it yet. It starts 15 minutes late, so by the time the end comes, he's caught true. up. That is true. That's he's true. not an idiot. I'm not good on math. No. Yeah, so, I mean, cin- the cinematographer was fantastic. That uh, everything that uh, I can't even explain. What I one yeah, thing I, I really dig about it, and you probably dig about it too, because I know you're a Floyd fan, is all of the Pink Floyd referencing. Oh, all yeah. of the the. Um, 
I mean, I, and seriously, they said he's going to film this entire first season as if it's Dark Side of the Moon. Uh, oh, now we got to play the whole season synced up to the synced up to Dark Side <laughs> of the Moon. But no, seriously, so, so Sydney is Sid Barrett is mm, yeah. Based Named off of Sid, in, in yeah. the comics, if I'm, I don't know the comics very well. I don't There's either. No Sid so that's Jeff. No, no, no. That's so Sydney's not in it. So yeah. she, he, she is either a something yeah. he's made up, you mm-hmm. know, or you well. know, but whatever. Sid Barrett was the uh, original founding member of Pink Floyd, who went insane. He wasn't treated for his illness, and so ended up ultimately in um, an, an asylum. Yeah, um, where he's still alive today. No, I think he passed. Oh, no, he did pass. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, right. passed from yeah, two years ago, I want to guess. Yeah, yeah. But but he, he lived a long time in an insane asylum, and all of Dark Side of the Moon was based on his insanity and what it's like to have... Yeah, uh, Wish You Were Here was written about him. Mm-hmm. And, and so Floyd based a lot of their music post-Sid Barrett on, on mental illness in, in many ways, and this entire show is revolves around... Him, I was last episode was good. Don't get me wrong. What? Well, 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 don't get you wrong. No, 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 no. Episode six. Sorry, episode six. Sorry. Oh, episode, right. six. Okay. episode six. Okay, yeah. episode six was oh, good. But I was kind of like I, I liked it, but I was kind of falling off for a little bit, and then this episode pulled me back in. Yeah. And I love how you know most shows don't do this, but they still sh- this one did it, and it did it well. They brought everybody up to speed, and you didn't feel like you were completely lost. They explained what happened yes. in a fun way, and what you've been watching for the last six episodes. They brought it back, and they showed you this is what's going on oh, right. because he's tr- uh, David is trying to figure it out in his mind too. Right, and, it, and, and he's like, no, oh, I love the, the classroom. Because the classroom was great. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I I thought of you on this one, Jason. But when he with his his rational side, yes. who was speaking in the English mm-hmm. accent, which the actor is English. I'm is assuming pretty, that's yeah. his. His. I did like that. Voice. What you speak in English? Yeah. And then, <laughs> then, then, in his American accent, did a fake English yes. accent. And that was impressive. He actually. <laughs> and did I'm a, like, yeah. wow. That's, and he's like, that's supposed to be an English accent. And I thought of Jason immediately. On that one. <laughs> the guy with the beard uh, that was helping him, that Oliver. was doing the music, Oliver. Oliver. Yeah. Oliver. Okay, so yeah. I love Doc, his character, Oliver Bird. Oliver's husband. Yeah. Here's the funny he thing. Is. My oldest Zealand actor, by the way. Well, here's the funny. Thing, my oldest son was obsessed when he was a little kid, like three or so, with the movie Rio with the blue bird and yeah. all that stuff. The bad guy in his Nigel, played by Oliver, is his voice. Oh, yeah. Every time he talks, I'm waiting for him to break out in his big song in Rio. And I'm like, I'm watching, this, like, I, I, it just keep the song keeps going in my head, like, son of a bitch, damn it. But he he might be one of my favorite characters. Him doing the musical notes, and that was beautiful. Oh, that yeah. was beautiful. That should, was really cool. Should, should, yeah, I yeah. Throw, should I throw out my theory? Or do good, we good. Know yeah, no, actually, big, I was hoping you... Spoiler, so, if you're not caught up to date, they do reveal who so, it is. So, Ryan and Greenup, I uh, hope you're not listening to this, because <laughs> <laughs> if you only want to have episodes in, now you're going to be really confused. <laughs> well, I mean, this is an initial thought I had after watching the first episode, and now I come back around to it after watching the seventh episode. Mm-hmm. I think everybody is a part of David's uh, mind. Really? Yeah. I, I, th- I think at the end of the show, it's going to turn out this whole season was in his mind. That's my theory. I hope not. I hope there's a gr- a team that's helping him. I, I think there might be something. Like his sister, obviously, I think is probably, you know, a real or something. And maybe, but 
and there might be other people, but he probably brought them into his psyche or a version of them into his psyche. I hope not. I really don't. I, I really want him to have a team next season. Right. And I don't know where you go for next season. Do you still put him in his mind or is he really breaking through and figuring stuff out? Who knows? Yeah. Well, you can you can see how it's it's almost you know Inception like where the one uh, I can't remember the, the character's name the the, the characters are, all their names confuse me. Who can me. build the 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 the, the world. world? Yeah. So he can build the world and teamed up with the right people, they mm. can form a team, and you can see how that could how that yes. could work going down the road in future uh, seasons. You could but, even have them go into. Other other mutants that are mm-hmm. struggling with the similar type things and go into their brains or their memories and help them with that. I think that could right. be interesting because then you could do different scenarios and it doesn't. It's still a trippy version of it, but you're not focused just on David anymore. Right. You, he can go into the other exactly. people and help other mutants. Yes. I just thought that was an idea. Well, and then of course you're gonna. I mean, uh, Professor X is going to. I mean, that's probably where we're going to end the season. Is where he realizes. I don't think you see him. I don't think you're going to see him this season. Well, you but saw, we, you, you saw, saw the wheelchair. chalk version. The oh, chalk yeah, version. There was, you saw the wheelchair. You saw the chalk yeah. version. So he, he he's seeing it in there. Um, but the um, it, did, so who is the mom is supposed to be? Do we know who the mom's supposed? To be? We know. Do we know the mom? Professor uh, X is uh, it, illegitimate I, son. Yeah. In in the comic books, it's uh, Gabrielle Haller, who was a uh, was she a mutant? No. But she was, uh, it was, they met after World War Two, I suppose, when in Israel in a uh, hospital or something, mm-hmm. and Charles helped her uh, get better. Get better get or whatnot. She said, Somebody had a Blake boner. Right. <laughs> so she, when everything worked well. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, like Charles and, and uh, Magneto were mm. like friends at that time and they were working at the hospital and and they the three of them became good friends and then, I don't know, apparently they, they fell apart. Let me guess, Magneto turned bad, then became good. And then turned bad, And then good, turned bad, and, and then good. good guy at the very end of the episode. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> and then the next episode he turned bad again. And That's then turned right. good at the very end. I did like David being stuck in the box at the bottom of the mind. Yeah. That was awesome. And when he cornered him, yeah. When, and uh, then yeah. when Lenny or... The demon, I, whatever, yeah. The name. Go ahead. Go ahead. Farouk. Well, well, Shadow King. Yeah. Well, she. she by the, way, the, the girl. Lenny. The girl who plays Lenny. Lemmy. That uh, she's fantastic. Oh yeah. She's Audrey Plaza. The best yeah, Audrey. Act actress. I mean, she's the best character yeah. oh, in the entire show. Uh, so she I'm is. Like, she's going to. She, she is awesome. On. Yeah. I mean, she's yeah. going to continue on it. And stop. She stop turning her back into the uh, Shadow King. The fact that. Oh my <laughs> God. That's creepy. That's creepy. It's creepy as hell, dude. Uh, or when he's awesome. baby Adolf Hitler with a giant head. Uh-huh. Oh, that's scary. Stop it. Stop it's it. It's like the angry Inception boy. meets. He's a, well, Adolf is what I think meets, of him. Yeah. You know, uh, it's a great a good show. X-Men. Yeah, it, it, it is. is. I, I, but I digress. I, I mean, I want to go back, and I'm probably never going to have time. But I want to go back after the whole season and watch all the episodes again and start finding the clues together. Right. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have been erasing them from my DVD. I know. I, I, I did too. But <laughs> well, it'll I, come out on next I Friday. I make yeah. them. And, and like you said, it did help going from five to six again, watching them back to back. It, it helps a lot. Well, I stopped on five and then six opens with the same mm-hmm. as one. And if... But it's yeah different. And, I'm, and I, I, I yeah. missed like an entire week and I was, and I'd been caught. I was like, wait a minute. Mount one, Mount, <laughs> yeah. this is exactly what this show is like. What is it doing? This My thing? favorite scene all year <laughs> is 
the silent movie yes. cars yeah. this past week. Yep, yep. That was. I love that. The silent, done. when yeah, they were all cool. silent, couldn't talk uh, a couple episodes when they entered ago. entered the house. Yeah, that, that was, was cool. awesome. That was awesome, yeah. too. But yeah. they're just doing so many neat little things to it. And it's to keep you on the edge and, and just not sure what you're seeing and what you're watching. At any yeah. moment, you could see something entirely different. And that's my thing is, I think a second season, you can't keep going into David's brain. I think you have to do something else. And if you still want to do trippy stuff, yeah. that's fine. That's what I was saying. Get a team, go into somebody yeah. else's memories or self thing and fix that mm-hmm. but yep that's right okay. and we need we need uh it's very integral to the story we need more sid's buttocks mm. yes. oh yes some right. some rachel keller but mm. is always pretty good mm. so i hope that answers ryan's question yes okay <laughs> moving on <laughs> <laughs> Where are we? I lost my question. Make sure you get to Rachel Keller's butt, Ryan. <laughs> Just get to that. Also, congratulations, Ryan, on, on your change. On your promotion and everything else. So, congratulations. <laughs> the way you, on your change. Like, like he reached that time of his life when things change. <laughs> I figured that was Jordan. Yeah. Uh, Nikki, we're on. Well, we're on Nikki. Here it is. It says, uh, we need to find a quote with the Queen's C word in it for Jason the Butcher. Then he won't stop saying it. I found one. Did you? <laughs> oh, yes. But Jeff's technology, even though he's our sound guy, is going to take 35 minutes to get to it. Yeah. So I will just say it now. I love a cheeky cunt. Uh, what? Does <laughs> that look? that look? I do declare. I got a joke too. What the hell is that? There's a lion and a monkey. That is what I wanted. <laughs> Try that one. That went to the wrong. Well, anyways, moving on. What's no. the Taz got? No, no, here we go. You're a cunt now. You've always been a cunt. And the only thing that's going to change is you're going to become an even bigger cunt. Maybe you have some more cunt kids. You're welcome. That was my impression. <laughs> what movie was that? That was from In Bruges. I was reading the script from In Bruges. Very good Did movie. Did you like it? Do you like my impression <laughs> there, Blake? Uh, awesome. Go ahead, Blake. Keep going. All right, from uh, Desmond Hassing. Yes. Otherwise known as D. Hassing. Also known as I've got an every theater degree known to man. That's right. It says, uh, yes, Jason, supernatural is good. It's like Nickel's life if Nickel was American. And cool. Look at that. All right. Jeff was talking about if he wanted to see Supernatural a couple weeks ago. I've heard nothing but good things about it. You mean the show that's been on for 48 years? Yes, got renewed again. (laughs) Uh, The the thing holding the CW together? Yeah, because Arrow isn't. <laughs> and the Flash is even kind of struggling yeah, sometimes. I kind of stopped watching all of them. Uh, I'm eight episodes behind on Arrow. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to keep watching eventually. I'm November behind on all of them. The Flash is good, but again, oh look, another speedster. Oh good, but this guy's in charge of the Speed Force. And another. Are you caught up on Flash? Yeah. Yeah, one episode behind. I've not seen the musical one I was yet. I was going to ask. I haven't seen it I've heard it none either. of my good things about it. Supergirl's in it. I heard there was a, a song about the Super Friends in it. Anytime Melissa Benoist. Oh, anytime she graces my TV. Yeah, she's in Supergirl. That's not happening. But uh, anytime <laughs> she's in any other show, I'll watch. <laughs> so you watched her run on Glee then, huh? What else we got? <laughs> hey, moving right, on. Uh, from Jeannie. Lady Space First violence. Lady of Space Violence. Mm-hmm. She said, uh, you guys last week asked for listeners to send a picture of you wearing a t-shirt, but, wear, but leave out your face. 
Um, that's a, a tick pick, guys. <laughs> so last week we said if you bought a Hobie shirt, take a picture, don't put your face in, and send it to us. <laughs> no, we, we, I think we were trying to say you don't have to put Get your face if off. you don't want to. The shirt is optional. <laughs> Michael Liao did send us a tit pick this week, and we appreciated that. Uh, he did buy a shirt, him and his wife, and we appreciate yeah, yeah. that. And uh, but yes, so uh, send it in, and uh, we'll put you in for a, uh, a running of an IOU or something. I had to like blur out your face so you can identify you. I didn't specifically mean to tip next. But hey, we'll take those two. We're gonna have a lot. Hope gone wild. We're gonna have a lot of man boob pics. <laughs> you're gonna get the wrong. Can't tits. wait for Neil's tit. Dev, you don't need to send us a pic. Yes. Oh my goodness! All right, from Besotted uh, Geek, Besotted Geek Pod again. So, did Hobie just predict the passing of Chuck Barris? He did. We yeah, apologize. Said, uh, what were the scary movies when Jeff was a kid? Nosferatu. Was Frankenstein out yet? Oh. Since Jeff fun. wasn't scared of any movies. I'm a big guy. I'm not scared of any kids' <laughs> movies. <laughs> oh, fuck you guys. I don't, yeah. I don't I'm understand. A tough guy. Still don't oh. understand how you're scared of. I'm just scared of any movie, let alone a kid's movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm so tough, I'm not even afraid of cholesterol. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not scared I'm of anything. That's why I'm doing this beard to hide my face behind. <laughs> yes. What are you hiding from, Jeff? Hmm. Is there something else? I have no clue what he's talking about. No, that's good. Anyways, okay. what else we got? <laughs> from uh, Pop Culture Cafe. I have seen the first six of Iron Fist. And I say... Watch Jessica Jones first. Okay. Jason was... Jessica Jones, period. Well, Jason hadn't finished Jessica Jones. And I did was, this week. Oh, did you? No. And he was talking about watching Iron Fist. He's just telling Jason, finish Jessica Jones before Iron Fist. And now it's time for the love questions. Oh, with Dr. Bednar. Let's go. Blake, go ahead and read them. Dr. Bednar will answer your love questions. Just let you know, you should consult your immediate physician for any of these. But, uh, you know, none of these answers protect you from STDs. All right, from Graphic Novice, uh, what are the best ways to use pull-in chains as a sexual prop? Actually, this Uh, is a fantastic question. I get this regularly. Time out. Nickel did ask if it was for anal sex. I did not put that on there because the intern felt dirty putting that on there. No, no. And it's okay to bring that up. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you can't be open about it, then you can't, you know. So please tell us, what what do you use for pulling chains? Um, The best thing for pulling chains is pull them up. Oh. Pull them? What are them? The chains. Oh, okay. They meant scrotum. (laughs) Just go up. Oh, we don't. We're not on video. Down. Okay, there you go. Thank you. Okay. Next. All right. Next one was from uh, Randall Holt. He says, "I normally send my love questions to another podcast. Would this be considered cheating?" Uh, no. I say spread the love. You know, John Lennon was the one who said uh, all we need is love. Yeah, but so, now he's dead. Yeah. So that didn't work out for him. Well, it's not well, his fault somebody shot him. Well, I feel kind of like maybe did somebody shoot him? Yeah. I think that's still under debate. Yeah. <laughs> that is most definitely not under debate. I think it might be under debate. I think he just died because he got tired of looking at Yoko's paintings. Uh, I thought you were about to say Yoko's penis. <laughs> <laughs> she was definitely pulling chains on him. <laughs> No, I say you always ask all your love questions to every podcast. Spread the love. And if you can't be with the one you love, 
love the one you're with. Right. So settle. <laughs> uh, next, we got uh, from Dr. Number One. Ooh. It says, I might be in love with a podcaster who doesn't even know I exist. What should I do? Oh, wow. This is from another doctor, so... Um, you know, I'm not sure really where to go. I, I, I think the best... Best way to approach this is is to you know remind. I, I think I, I I always come back to a, a Jerry Seinfeld quote about mm. men and women, and that is men are like firemen. You know, mm. so they're they're ready at a moment's notice. You know, and whenever it happens, you know you, you you're ready to go. And and women are like fire. You need the perfect, you know, combination of things to occur for, for fire to occur. So um, when the two come lesson? together, oh, it is firemen. Putting out fires. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. I have no idea what that was, but I'm going to say yes. <laughs> I feel like less. I just listened to an episode of Legion. <laughs> and uh, uh-huh. doctor number one has a follow-up question. It says, uh, what are the benefits of three nipples? I'll take this one. Uh, let's just say this. Uh, it's fun. You have two hands and a tongue. There you go. I was going to say more milk. No, no, it's not operational. <laughs> Oh, well, so it's fine. Doesn't say no, no. The benefits, uh, benefits are uh, it's more than two, <laughs> but less than four. Um, negatives are that it's 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 less than four. Yeah. Are you attracted to puppies and like dogs, pigs, pigs? cows, Love puppies? I'm glad you brought that up. Did you buy a puppy? No, I don't buy puppies. I oh, do you steal puppies? A dog <laughs> you steal puppies? I've yeah, borrowed. Oh, no, we've got two great puppies, and then okay. uh, every every family should have a puppy, and three nipples. And well, you know, puppies have more than three nipples. Here's your love questions. Cal went out late today, and uh, well, tough shit. Anyways, yeah, I see one more on here. Oh no, this is a segment. Okay. So, Doctor Number One. Oh, requested. he actually wants us to do this. Yes. Well, time out. It's not dirty. <laughs> so here we go. Last week, we brought back Riddle Me This, so that I knocked it out of the ballpark with Game of Thrones as WWE wrestlers, vice versa. Yes. So, this week, Dr. Number One decided to ask a previous segment that we haven't done in probably 100 episodes. Or more. Yes. This is the Wonder Twins. Jeff and I are the Wonder Twins. Activate. It's called Activate. It's a tricky segment. Yeah. I don't think Blake was even on the show the last time we did this. So 140 episodes ago, we did this. (laughs) Maybe a little more. So basically, we're the Wonder Twins, and when somebody gives us a scenario, and we have to figure out what we're going to turn into. How are we going to solve the scenario? These aliens from Justice League... Uh, they would super friends. The cartoon one would turn use any form of water. The other one was an animal. Could turn into an animal. So Wonder Twin powers activate. What's the segment this week? What's the scenario, Jeff? Let's see. Doctor Number One says Mm -hmm. you are stuck in a mountain chalet Mm -hmm. with a knife wielding little person. Okay. So how do we get out of this scenario? With that's what we're trying to figure out. Yeah. All right. Now activate. Now which one are you? Water or animal? I'll be water this week. Oh, you're taking the easy one. I see. Okay, I'll be animal. <laughs> okay. Okay, go ahead. What, what are you? I would become water vapor mm-hmm. and float out through the chimney. I feel like you always use water vapor. No, usually I use just mist. water. No, you did mist a lot. Well, I'm doing vapor this time, okay. not mist. Uh, I am going to turn... <laughs> Wait a minute. This doesn't make sense. I'm you're supposed to be an element. You become an animal, and together you're supposed to defeat the little knife-wielding little Have person. you met Jeff? Defeat him? He said, yes. how do we get out? No, oh. that's not how you get out. You're supposed to... Oh. 
water vapor, you just vapor away. That right. was the point to what? get out. Have you met? It doesn't make sense. It's not how the original. He does have a work. He does have a courageous bone in his body. Well, I mean, if I could turn myself so into water, then water I would just turn into a. Element. I think you could be any element. Now water's water. water. Okay, Blake, you're you're the water. What I would are you? I would turn into a torrent of water and just drench the crap out of him until he's nah, dead against to the see, wall. Like, form of black of ice, and you'd be flying monkey. And, and drop then you, it like, on. Drop the ice on the, you know, exactly. Well, flying monkey, you're inside a chalet. You can only get about twelve feet high. He's a little person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good clearance of ten. I'm going with Blake on this one. The block of ice is a pretty good idea. Plus, you've seen the Wizard of Oz, the flying monkeys. They're not scary. They're the little people. Oh, I'm Jeff. I'm not scared of Wonders and Oz. Oh. Uh, so, it's, it's a movie. How are you scared of a movie? Doctor not no- just because they wore little bellboy caps on their heads. Doctor number one, uh, thank you. Uh, Blake answered our, your question. <laughs> this is why we don't do activate anymore. <laughs> Water vapor. What are you going to do? Breathe me? <laughs> Exactly. What are you I, doing? Uh, Clear your lungs. Right. He becomes a puddle. He turns into Aquaman. He's <laughs> in the puddle just long enough so that he can splash him. Splash, splash him. him. All right. You did hear Jason say, "How do we escape?" That was what the question was. No, there's no escape in my. Well, it's not written down, but Jason said that. I did the fight flight. Anyways, uh, <laughs> we didn't even hear what he did. <laughs> he chose flight. <laughs> flying monkey. It's a knife-wielding little person. What are you going to do? So anyways, thank you, for, uh, Dr. Nermo. If you got a segment you want us to do, why? Uh, please bring it, it back. It can be as fun as that. Yes. Uh, we do have a special News of the Geek with Jason Brown, director of Imaginary Friends. And he's also is a director on many, many things uh, he'll talk to you about. He's a big Hollywood bigwig, and uh, he's made time for us little people. We appreciate it. Not the knife-wielding little people. <laughs> we're, we're not knife-wielding little people. John C. Brown always activates into a block of ice. Because he's cool. Because he's cool. Yeah. <laughs> like vanilla ice. So enjoy. And with us on Skype this week is Hollywood bigwig director... Sound agent, uh, pretty much just all around Hollywood bigwig. Jason Brown is returning to our show. Welcome, Jason. Thank you for having me back, guys. Golf clap. That's a peach. Uh, How about that? (laughs) Well, Jason, it has been since episode 124, uh, Mortal Beach, that you've been on our show. Uh, Is it because you're? Is it because you just don't want to come back? No, I've been very, very busy lately, and uh, I'm actually at work right now, but uh, I had I had to carve out a time in my day to see you guys. Well, we're very happy that you're back. Uh, it's great. And uh, we got with us Dr. Bednar here. Uh, doctor, you requested Mr. Brown this week. We always love having him on, but um, you requested him. And uh, can you tell us uh, what's going on, uh, Jason, in your life right now? Well, the big thing, the last time I was on with you guys, I had just finished making a short film uh, called Imaginary Friends. And the big news this week, actually, is that we got into our first two film festivals. And hopefully by this time next week, we'll have some uh, announcements about premieres and stuff all over the country. So we got into the Houston Comedy Film Festival which is going to be at the beginning of April. And then mid-April, we got into the Julian Dubuque International Film Festival in Dubuque, Iowa, 
which is kind of a big festival. So uh, that's going to be our, uh, we're going to be having our premiere for our short film. Are you going to Iowa? I am going to Iowa. Sweet. I've been telling everyone uh, at the end of uh, Bowfinger, uh, Steve <laughs> Martin gets that FedEx and he opens it up and he goes, it's an offer to make a movie with Kit Ramsey's brother in Taiwan. And he goes, we're going to Taiwan. So this is my, we're going to <laughs> Iowa. Iowa. <laughs> That's my moment. Hey, so, Field of yeah. Dreams, baby. It, 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 Dubuque is right near Field of Dreams, there so I'm go. told. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be great. I've never been to Dubuque. I did a movie in Des Moines about five years ago. So some of the crew members from that movie that I worked with are going to meet me out there, and they're all going to come and support and stuff like that. So, nice. Uh, myself and both producers are going to be able to go. Was that uh, Avatar that you worked on in Iowa? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wish. They have I a wish. lot of lush greenery. <laughs> Did you say yeah, Iowa a lot? Well, no, that's thing. Iowa. Iowa. Oh, I always thought it was Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> sure, it wasn't Congo. <laughs> I think they filmed Congo in Iowa. <laughs> so, for people that don't know, Jason, Mr. Brown here, uh, he's from Cincinnati. Well, you're actually from Cleveland, aren't you, or from Cincinnati? Uh, I was born in Kansas City and grew up that's in Cincinnati. Right. That's right. That's what it is. Yep. And, and uh, you actually went out to California, and yep. uh, you started, uh, you're now doing, are you doing more uh, directing right now? Is that what you're doing now? Yeah, it's a combo of some directing and a lot of assistant directing. Uh, the show that I'm on right now, I'm actually the unit production manager, which Ooh. is a new role for me. This is the first time I've ever done this job. So that's one step above first AD uh, oh. in the world. So this has been really interesting. We just started a show. Um, and actually, I can tell you guys about it. It's uh, a brand new show for True TV, which right. True is, uh, if you turn on True right now, Basically, what they're known for is they used to be court TV, yeah. <laughs> and now they have the basketball tournament. And they Impractical played, Jokers. Yep, Impractical Jokers, exactly right. So they do like a lot of clip shows, like America's Funniest Home Videos, World's Dumbest Criminals, and Impractical Jokers. So they're just trying to get into scripted content now. So this is a pilot. It's called I'm Sorry, and it stars Andrea Savage, which if you've ever seen Veep, she mm -hmm. plays Laura Montez She's, on yeah. And if you've seen Step Brothers, she's the psychiatrist who ends up with Will Ferrell at the end. Yes. So she is incredibly talented, so funny. So she's the creator of the show. And it's all about uh, a female comedy writer in Los Angeles uh, who's always putting her foot in her mouth. Uh, so it's the story of her, her husband, and their little daughter, who's like in preschool. So, she, so is she writing she, and is she also starring? Yep, okay. Yep. Yep, uh, she's got a team of writers, but uh, yeah, she's written a few episodes, and uh, okay. she was the creator. How about that? We'll definitely get that on the radar. I'm sorry, yep. right? Absolutely. Supposed to be premiering sometime in June. June of this year? Yep. Oh, okay. Nice. Yep. I'm sorry on True TV. True TV. June of this year. All right. Yeah, this is like all kind of brand new for True, so they're, they're just getting into the scripted stuff, so it's going to be really fun all right. uh, to yeah. see how they could, they're going to put a lot of promotion behind it and stuff, yeah. so... Yeah, it should be really cool. All right. How many uh, episodes are you in? This is going to be a 10-episode run. Okay. We did a pilot, which we did a couple months ago, and we've shot our first three episodes. Today is day two of the, the, the fourth episode. Gotcha. So this show shoots an episode in about five days. We can shoot an episode of TV in about five days. Wow. Hell yeah. Yeah. 
I love the little look inside that you, you that you give us and and some of these shows and what goes on out there in Hollywood yep. because yep. Uh, although they talk a big game, these guys don't get that big of actors on here. I think it was uh, who who was your biggest Tara actor? Reed was on Tara <laughs> Reed. She doesn't like us anymore. But she doesn't like him anymore. <laughs> Something about what Jeff. We need said. to get you guys out here for a show on the road. You know, we need we need a remote. A remote uh, podcast from LA. Uh, I'm up for it. Yes. We just need to get sponsors or whatnot so we can <laughs> afford the trip. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm still waiting to hear from uh, Kristen Bell's agent, so I can be a personal fluffer for sex scenes. You haven't come through on that, JB. I'm a little I'm, uh, I'm a little disappointed. I'm working on it. All right. <laughs> I think don't come easily. Saw the new, uh, the new chips trailer too. <laughs> Last I heard, though, Dax Shepard was willing to let you. <laughs> well, I'm halfway there. Yeah. So you just gotta get on his good side. I would come to L.A., but I saw what happened to Kramer and Seinfeld. I, I don't think I want to try that. I don't want to be accused of murder. <laughs> it's a cautionary tale. So, so what you're saying is people would confuse you for Kramer like character. Maybe. <laughs> I'm more George. <laughs> I, I feel like uh, that that joke probably went over everybody under 25. Oh, they all know what Seinfeld is. You think? Yeah. I don't know. I hope so. It's syndicated on like three different shows throughout <laughs> the entire evening, like every night. <laughs> yeah, so so what's really nice for a lot of our listeners, I, I recommend go back to uh, listening to uh, Mortal Beach episode. That's where we had the first interview with uh, the great Jason C. Brown. And while you're doing that, you know, you can uh, look him up on imdb.com under Jason C. Brown. He's the uh, guy that's listed uh, born 77, Kansas City, Missouri. Right. And uh, I'm, a little, I'm a little upset because, you, you know, we're not on your credits or filmography yet on your imdb.com page. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change that. I will, if you click on yeah. the trivia link. There you go. Right? I'm going to change it, and I'm going to put... Frequent guests. Frequent. Yes. <laughs> now it's official. That's guest. right. Twice now. Yes. I'm about frequent guests. That's right. <laughs> and you, and you yeah. can put yourself. You can put yourself down as self. You know, JCP. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, that will be our only uh, credit. <laughs> <laughs> JC Brown self. Yeah, that's right. Have credits. <laughs> The good news is, though, if you Google Jason Brown and the history of bad ideas, it's the first thing that comes up. There you go. <laughs> there yeah. you go. <laughs> Thanks, Google. We're famous. <laughs> We're now Google famous. That's right. Now, your IMDb page uh, photo, I would like to know, yep. did somebody knows you put that in? Nope, because it's kind of like page. an action photo. You're sitting there. You've yep. got your hipster beard. You're without your hat. Yep. And it looks like you're like doing some hand motion stuff. Have you seen this? That's the classic. Uh, that's the classic director pose right there. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah. That was taken. That was taken on the first day of the imaginary friend shoot. Right. Yeah. And yeah. at the last second, I lost my still photographer. There was like a work conflict. She couldn't do it. I put up on Facebook. I was like, "Hey, anybody want to come take stills of this shoot? You know, help me out." And uh, I got a random message from an old friend who was actually from Cincinnati who was, happened to be in Palm Springs. And he's like, hey, I'll come out and shoot. And it was the greatest thing ever. He was amazing. He shot Damn. a thousand photos over the course. Like all the photos you see on IMDb for the shoot, all this guy who last second, his name's John Lawson, hmm. uh, last second he came out and, hmm. uh, and took all these amazing stills. 
Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, that's like an action photo. It's pretty cool. That's that's the action photo yeah. for the, sure. The director action photo. Did you not want to use your glamour shots? I did not want to use my glamour shots. That one's got like the little like fog filter on it too. It's not not pretty. The Sybil Shepherd look. Yeah. Oh, the hand on the hand on the chin. Oh, the whole nine yards. Yeah, but did you get the one with the snake? Oh, yes. no, 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 that was extra. You know what is? You know what is missing is that megaphone that says director on the side. That was we we actually made that joke uh, on set the other day because uh, Andrea, who is the star, is directing this week. Right. So we were talking about how and the megaphone with the name director was brought up uh, just two days ago. So <laughs> I literally just made that same move. Awesome. I do like how it's been 45 episodes since you've been on and yep. your trivia still says you like pinball. So I'm glad you haven't changed that. Pinball. That is true. <laughs> that was a test. And uh, Bednar can attest uh, when it, my first IMDb credit ever was for a movie I did in Cincinnati called The Movement about a bus full of, like a guy who hijacks a bus. Right. And I got my first credit. So I was telling people, I was like, oh my God, I got, I'm on, I'm, I'm DB, I'm official. And a fraternity brother of ours, Dan Gehrman, uh, put, he said, he said, I'm going to put some trivia about you just to see if they put anything on there, at, just as a test right. to see if IMDb would let anybody put something about anybody on there. And he put, Likes to play pinball, and it's always been on there. And it's it true, I do. I love to play pinball. But Dan Garman put that on there, on my first credit, which was oh, that's why it's got to stay there now. Years ago. Have you made enough Hollywood bigwig money yet to get the Twilight Zone pinball game? Oh, that is the best game too. Uh, you know, I often have those moments where it's like, guys, I know I've made it when. And a pinball machine is definitely on there. I'm not there yet. Oh, okay. But but it'll happen. That's the moment. It'll huh? definitely I mean, happen. I think I might be able yeah. to find one it's on coming. Craigslist. I could ship it out to you if it's going to help you that much. I mean... <laughs> if MC Hammer taught me anything, is just go ahead and buy it now and bet on your oh, future. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm banking on myself. And then become a preacher. That's right. <laughs> yeah, when you declare bankruptcy. That's right. You declare bankruptcy, then you find God, and then you can make all your money back as a preacher because it's tax-free. Exactly. Down the hall is a political podcast. <laughs> oh, hey, anyways, uh, so Jason C. Brown also has, he's garnered a second trivia oh. posting on IMDb. It is graduated from Miami University. That is also true. But you know what's even better is that both of these trivia on here both of them say is this interesting <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we need to knock that up <laughs> we need to ratchet it up yeah. everybody click yes is this a, yes yes <laughs> there have a lot of yeses after this <laughs> uh, i want to talk about a couple of things here sure. uh, on your imdb page first off you got me hooked last time when you were talking about a little show well not little show but a new show that was coming uh, on tv and it was speechless yes that you yes. worked on the pilot. I am now hooked on this show. I, I, I'm so glad to hear that. It's getting so much good publicity. It's just been so great. Uh, I still know a lot of the crew members on that one, and they've just said the experience. They just wrapped their season, actually, mm -hmm. last week. Um, but everything is so positive and great about that show. And so uh, fingers crossed for a season two. It's looking really good. I thought they got picked up. I thought it just came out. Oh, good. That's great to hear. 
Of course, it was one of the shows that even my wife likes, which is a shock. Yeah. <laughs> well, even I, my I, wife likes it. I'm not sure how to take that. Everybody I've talked to has been such a big fan and such positive, positive comments about that show. And also on here, it says that you worked on the Mindy Project. I did. I, that, that, uh, almost right after I finished up uh, uh, doing the Comedy Get Down, which was the BET show, mm -hmm. I uh, got asked to step in for an episode of the Mindy Project. Uh, kind of as a pinch hitter, one of their their first ads was asked to direct an episode this year. So when she stepped up to direct, I stepped in for her uh, as her first ad. And uh, I got to tell you guys, that is an amazing set. That yeah. is such a cool show. Very collaborative. Universal, which was also mm -hmm. really fun because you pull into Universal and all of a sudden you walk past, you know. Uh, the Lions Estates signs from Back to the Future, and you, like New York streets here, and your office is right there. And every time you turn around, uh, when you're walking from stage to stage, the tram's always going by the tram tour. So all the people in the tram are waving at you and taking <laughs> pictures. Like it's crazy. And you're like, fuck yeah, so, I'm a big wig. That's right. Uh, Look oh, at this. And that's one of those. Hey, I've made it. Famous. People on a tram are taking a picture of me for no reason whatsoever. I'm there. I've made it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Got on I'm Universal Live. And then when Thank they're you. flipping through their photos later at night and they're like, and that's, and, and, oh, and there's Steve Martin, and then there's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's whoever you look super, like with a beard. No, they didn't. They probably said, that's Jason C. Brown. We were seeing, uh, when we saw someday. him. At, we someday. knew. <laughs> actually, uh, I don't, did we, did we talk about it before, before we came on? He, uh, Jason's uh, actually, you're on set right correct you're working yep, I'm on right, set now. right now so you're actually in an actor's room shooting yes. this as we I'm speak currently in a dressing room as we speak <laughs> okay so uh where's everybody else uh gone okay. <laughs> <laughs> i had to be kicked out they knew i had important you, business to are you, take skipping, care of are you skipping dinner for this man man Oh, no, 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 no. They're on set. They're shooting a scene right now. All right. He's like, you don't need me. <laughs> but the assistant director's just like, yeah, you guys. Uh, they're on autopilot up there. <laughs> you guys are good. Let me let me ask you, is that Kevin James's uh, dressing room? No, no, this is not Kevin James's <laughs> okay. dressing room. Good. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Truth be told, I don't even know whose room this is right now. <laughs> no, I don't even know whose room I'm in. <laughs> Just put on the mirror lipstick, Jason was here. Yeah. Or Hobie. I can do that. Just write Hobie, yeah. They'll never yeah. know. They don't start going around viral. They're not sure what it is. Now, Just what, start what looking it up. You'll start getting hits left and right. Yep. There you go. Hobie is really big go. in California. Yes, I know. You're, you're Actually, we are really big in California. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh, now, you also, can I talk about this? And if not, well, that was my bad. Can we talk about Heathers? Yes. Yes, we can. Yes, it got picked up, which is amazing. Uh, TV Land, uh, amazing pilot. Uh, really, really fun to shoot. Uh, we shot that over the course of about seven days. Uh, amazing director, incredible script. I can't wait for you guys to see the pilot. Um, this was a really crazy situation, though, with this pilot because uh, we got the script, half hour, go to town. You know, pilots usually get a few more days to shoot it which is great. So we make the pilot. It's supposed to be a half hour show. We turn it into the network and all of a sudden the network says, this is great. Let's make it an hour long show. <laughs> <laughs> of course. It was, you know, the, it would, it would be about 20, 
23 to 25 minutes for a half hour show. They turned in a cut that was like 40 minutes long and they're like, we don't want to lose anything. Uh, let's turn it into an hour long show now. So yeah, I, I've never heard of that happening, but that's super easy now, so right, good. Jason? All you do is you come back in, you let Gordon Ramsay go back over what just happened for the last 10 minutes, <laughs> and then you shoot five minutes, and then you go to commercial. Yep. You come back. You but before you go to commercial, you have to say what's going to come up. Oh, right. Then you say what's going to come up next, and then so you really only have about five minutes in a 15 minute. Yeah, time. really. I mean, that's that's the entire season of Curse of Oak Island. <laughs> I thought it was only one episode that just reloaded <laughs> over and over and over. You again. do realize, right? You, you do realize Heather's is not a documentary. Oh, <laughs> or a reality show. Ah. But but this is a spinoff of the the movie Heather's from about twenty years ago, right? I, I'm it assuming, it's yeah. an updated version, and the best part is that if you remember that that movie, updating that with everyone like and their Instagrams and their Twitter followers and stuff like that. Oh wow! And I got to tell you the. Three kids who play the Heathers are amazing. They are incredible actors. Uh, you're going to be blown away by these three kids. And you're going to pull in both a younger audience, but then you're also going to pull in all of those from... Perverted middle-aged men? Pervert, yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> our time period. And you, Blake. Nostalgia. Nostalgic. Oh, yeah, nostalgic yeah. moviegoers. Yeah, that's a better word. Exactly. Yeah, that's a better word. <laughs> Perverted now, I can talk about this because it's on IMDb, or at least I hope so. In Heather, Shannon Doherty's in it? She is. She is. She made an appearance in the uh, in the oh. film. Yeah, she revealed that on the on her Instagram. Uh, so, yeah, she does make an appearance. She does a cameo in the pilot. Uh, mm-hmm. And it was amazing working with her. She was absolutely wonderful. So I, I'm assuming she's getting better then? I know she had the whole health problem. She did. And, uh, you know, even going in, we weren't sure. We were never sure that it was 100% that we would have her knowing uh, what she's going through. But, uh, yeah, we were lucky enough. Uh, everyone was lucky enough to be able to work with her for a day. And Wallace Langham is in it. Who is, if anybody knows him, no, the series, I'm serious. If you look at his IMDb, you're like, oh, that guy, he's in everything. Yeah. <laughs> he's another character actor. Sorry, man. man no, I don't know who he is. Okay, thank you. That was a little Kurt excited. Fuller, Kurt Fuller, too, is another classic character actor from who's in it. He plays the principal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, you were on, uh, in Avatar, you were one of the aliens. You were the lead alien, right? You're, <laughs> is that you? <laughs> You're the, the blue alien with the three breasts? I, uh, <laughs> wrong movie. Uh, I, uh, no, I was, I was, I was only in the volume one time. They had a crowd scene where they needed a lot of aliens, and I wore a uh, bicycle helmet with three markers on it that would basically just track an alien's head. Wherever I went, that meant that the body would follow. So one time... You were uh, a fucking alien, dude. That is awesome. In a crowd scene, in one scene that I don't think made it into the movie. So. No, 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 it did. It did. Just say it did. Oh, yeah, there you the go. The movie's six hours long. Yeah. I'm sure it's in there. Yeah, nobody, nobody's going to know. The thing about Avatar is I have a copy of the original script, and there's so much that we film that never made it in and hopefully maybe gets rekindled in these sequels. Cause and if you're not so part of the sequels, stuff. you're selling that script, right? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting to <laughs> push send on eBay. I feel Jason that you will probably be uh, working on one of the sequels. He's making 87 of them. And uh, I think you, I think you might be all right by the last one. <laughs> 
I'm figuring they're going to run out of extras due to old age. <laughs> yeah, they, that's, that's going to be amazing what he comes up with for the next one. So I'm looking forward to it. Now, Jeff, did you, did you have something? No. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> Do you want me to insult Avatar? Is that no, what you're no, no, no. Stop it. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> now, come on. This is not an Avatar. It's a, you know, this... Meanwhile, James Cameron is actually right behind Jason Brown right now. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, he's listening, right? He's, he's definitely listening. He is definitely listening. He's all encompassing. Let me ask you this: Could you get Tara Tara Reed to uh, come on our show if you ever meet her? I I thought she was already here. I I'm confused now. She won't come back. Oh. We thought you might have some big sway in uh, Hollywood and uh, get her back on the show. I have not had the pleasure. I think of, I think uh, you were you'd be better off research. exhausting you know you're using your resources elsewhere for somebody other than Tara <laughs> Reed, you know. Kevin James? Yeah, Shane <laughs> Doherty, man. I mean, now that maybe you know, there's a there's it, a connection it's there. Possible. Who knows? Maybe he can get Jim Cameron to come on. That there would be go. a boot, and then you but cannot possibly insult, insult Avatar. <laughs> Time out. Mr. Brown here worked with James Cameron. You've never even seen him, but you're calling him Jim? Oh, I know I know Jim. Because I know James. That was good. So if so I walk up, I'll, I'll be like, Jim, what's up? Dude, long time. How do you know me? Jason C. Brown. There you go. And he's going to say who? <laughs> no, not if I had that C in there, brother. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, before we get uh, let you go here, uh, since you probably should get back to your job uh, <laughs> instead of talking to Hobie. Uh, so tell us again about the Houston Comedy Film Festival. When is that? Houston's going to be on April the 8th. It's a one-day film festival in Houston. Um, a couple of our producers are from there. so uh, One of our producers is from there, so she's going to go down and uh, represent. And then uh, Dubuque, Iowa is going to be April 20th to 23rd. And we're going to screen three times in that festival, once on Ooh. Thursday the 20th and then Saturday and Sunday. Uh, we're also going to screen on Saturday and Sunday. If we send you a History of Bad Ideas t-shirt, could you uh, fly us out to Iowa? <laughs> I was trying to figure out what Dubuque was close to and it just sounds like nothing in Ohio or Missouri I couldn't get any family mm. close enough we'll, we'll take bus tickets might have to leave soon <laughs> I don't do public transportation I'm OCD <laughs> now, are, there, are there any other festivals that you're entering in that you're still yes, hopeful for you don't want, I mean I don't want to I don't want to jinx no, anything no, we, we, that being said, we've entered in a bunch more festivals. The one that is uh, that we're hoping to hear back soon from Midwest Wise is the Heartland Film Festival, oh, which yeah. is uh, run out of Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. I'm, uh, I'm, and I'm... we've also entered a few festivals out here in LA for a West Coast premiere, which would be uh, Dances with Films, which that one uh, screens stuff at Man's Chinese Theater, which is really exciting. Oh, that's sweet. And uh, yeah, we've been kind of all over, all over trying to trying to cover our bases. We've entered uh, probably a dozen film festivals. What, what about that uh, one French-speaking one? Oh, Cannes? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, uh, I don't know. I think that deadline's coming up soon. I don't think we've submitted to that one yet. The Go for it. The we did was uh, Melbourne. Go for uh, it. Yeah. Go for it. The worst they could say is, meh. <laughs> aim, right. aim high, buddy. Aim high. That's right, man. Cannes is in... anything. Con is in Canis, Canis, France. As in the Rathos. That's Canis, Canis, France. That's right. Just to get the most eyes on it as possible. That's what yeah. it's all about. 
Well, so when will we get an opportunity to actually see Imaginary Friends? This is a this is a movie that uh, should be uh, it should be really really funny. Also, probably I mean pretty heartwarming. I'm su- I'm assuming it's yep. it's great. Uh, it's got a great story. It's very funny. An, an incredible uh, cast of actors in it too, which is great. So probably after our West Coast premiere, okay, uh, we'll start finding a way for people to see it. And but, I'm uh, sure that you're going to show it out here at like the Marymount or something like that. Something there was out uh, here in Cincinnati. I, I mean, this is your hometown. Together. Yeah. Right after, right after the Oscars, there's a group that shows films yeah. in Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, the Oscar shorts yeah. that get nominated. We're going to try and pair in with that, but okay. maybe for next, next time around. So yeah. So there's some definitely some avenues. All right. Great. Yeah. We're, we're, we're trying to spin off of that called the uh, Oscar khakis. Boo. <laughs> all right, cargo shorts sucked. All right, I still wear cargo shorts. Uh, Jason, we will actually, if you come back to Cincinnati and premiere, we will take Kobe on the road for you. Oh, that'd be great! Shoot live, we will. That, oh, Absolutely. now you're talking. And we will have a link to the trailer as well. Uh, we did it last time you, you were on show. We'll put it on our History of Bad Ideas Facebook page too. And, Great. and we'll tweet it out too. And, and what's, I'll, I'll send you guys a link. We've got a little 30 second trailer now. So, yeah, I'll send it your way. Oh, yeah, do that. And what's most important, Jason, make sure you're at least here on a Friday night and that way you can come play some softball with us on the Sock Monkeys. Oh, that's right. Oh, now you're talking because, I mean, I've been in the primetime softball league. For a few years now, so definitely. <laughs> I know. I, was, oh, I, was, I almost forgot that. That's you right. I almost, so, you're still playing, right? No plan. Oh, yeah. uh, the Bones team I played for this year, uh, we lost in the playoffs, but it was a great season. So. Nice. Yeah, Is that, that why they're canceling the Bones? Because <laughs> <laughs> you guys lost. Sorry. <laughs> that was what was on the line. He's here, He's here every Tuesday, folks. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I'll just go back in my cubby hole. All right. So I, I don't. We don't want to repeat your uh, your uh, recreation softball to riches story, you know. But if if listeners want to go listen to the original Jason C. Brown interview on episode one twenty four, you can hear what uh, you know his story about how he started out and that's and why we're talking about softball. And he took down Bette Midler. In softball, one time, you keep getting, over you, like Ray Fossey. You keep getting our lives confused with go. Seinfeld. <laughs> I feel like my life isn't as good as Seinfeld. <laughs> well, Jason, I appreciate your time. Anytime you want to come back on, you have an open oh, invitation. Always a pleasure, guys. Definitely want to come back soon. And if you come back uh, the third time, you're officially a friend of the show. Then. Oh. Well, then we'll definitely make it happen. You're always so, be so then frequent guests will turn into friend of? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'll have to change I'll have to change the IMDb trivia then, but that's okay. Right. That's okay. Well, good luck with everything, Jason. Um, Thanks, guys. We love you out here. Good luck with the festivals, and uh, we'll talk, talk to you. Soon. I'll keep you guys posted. Yep. Thanks. Thank you, Jason Brown, for that. And uh, we will have everything on our Facebook page and Twitter handle. We'll have his trailers and everything else. So just let you guys know. Yeah. So, real quick, news of the weird. Started doing that this year. San Diego is looking for a team name for their new Major League Soccer team. Is that a sport? Well, they lost their football team, so they need something there. Do they have a football team? They did. No. 
Oakland lost theirs this week. Yeah, they did. Of course, they're not moving for two more years. Yeah, I really want to go to those games if I'm in Oakland. (laughs) Fuck you. Is is there a more uh, angrier, uncivilized fan base that you feel happier for that they're losing your football team? (laughs) Could you imagine? There's going to be riots at those games every week. Although I will say, you know, Dr. Bednar and I and our other good friend, Mr. Cool, were in Cleveland to see the Raiders-Browns games last Uh season. Not this past season, the season before. Mm Mm-hmm. And the Raiders team fans traveled, and we went into a bar that was taken over by Raiders fans. They wow. were in full gear. Wow! The night before in the bar. Yeah, if you if you would imagine what a, a busload of Raiders fans would look like, that's exactly what they look like. I kind of feel like they're always like Kiss, like the people that obsessed about yeah. Kiss. Yeah, they're very much. similar to that. Yeah, like so, you, can, you can actually have a conversation with Gene Simmons if you wanted yeah. to in full. Costume yeah. and, I'm going to imagine you know, what Raiders fans look like. A bunch of they're wearing tie dye <laughs> and they've got tassels, headbands, tassels. With peace signs on. Well, you're them. thinking of the 49ers. Oh. Oh, I knew they were by the bay. It's on the other side of the bay. Oh, okay. The rich. Oh, so they've got uh, masks and sticks. Yes, and and, uh, and, they they beat people wearing "Make America Great." (laughs) Are they? You talking about hockey players? No, I'm sorry. That's Antifa. Okay, Antifa. Oh my god. Uh, To quote, (laughs) no, but seriously, but honestly, when the three of us walked in, we were kind of hesitant at first, (laughs) but they actually turned out to be really good people. Yeah. I feel like I should uh, have a quote from the movie Major League. Cleveland still has a team? <laughs> you got a dirty look shot at you. still shitty. <laughs> Can't think, we got caps and jerseys and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got helmets. Uh, let's see. So anyway, San Diego is getting a Major League soccer team, and they asked for the fans to vote. Which, as we've heard before, is always the best way to do the it. Oh, yeah, Hobie McBoatface, uh, anything like that. So few names were strike fear into Major League Soccer opponents quite like the fan favorite that's winning. Footy McFootyface. I think this is the greatest thing ever. Uh, as noted by Deadspin's Billy Hazley, Soccer City SD... Uh, sexual transmitted disease began with a thousand submissions I don't think that's what that stands for. and whittled them down to 20. The final 10 names will be submitted to Major League Soccer. MLS does have the final say, so Footy McFootface probably is not going to win, but it would be awesome if they did. Yes, I, I think whoever they had make the, the mascot Footy McFootface just a giant foot, right? <laughs> with a smile on it. I like this guy, <laughs> you know. Well, that's the one thing that I never liked about soccer is one they thing? tend not to name their teams. I know. I can't stand it. Like It's going to end up becoming FC San Diego. Yeah. That's I like, hate that. I know here locally it. we got a minor league soccer team like last year, and they were just FC Cincinnati. I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm cheering for them and all, but... I root for uh, anything that will help the city. You know, yeah. good exposure. I root for it. Exactly. But yeah, it's like, give me a na- nickname. Give Come on. Name. Come on. This is America. We nickname our teams. Arsenal. Well. <laughs> well, yeah, we actually put our, our team names on the front of the jerseys. We don't put, like, uh, the airlines. <laughs> you know. KLM Airlines sponsors us. <laughs> That's right. You know, so. But but you know what? We, we can take credit for this because. We were we were on the threshold of breaking news because I think we broke you know the whole boat you know boating. It didn't Bode, go up Bode, after Bode, our Bode, show. Bode boat face mm-hmm. after our show. We were the first to break that news. Yep. <laughs> so we are to blame for footy 
McFoot, footy, McFooty face. So please go to San Diego's MLS uh, webpage and vote for this. It was up by over 20,000 votes uh, over the second place, so there you go. And I didn't care what the other ones were. So well, uh, There was like FC San Diego. San Diego yeah, like, oh, yay. Did you yeah. see the Browns are doing advertisements, the 99-cent store on their front of their jerseys? Mm-hmm. It's going to be nice. Uh, let's see here. That's good because the Bengals had the dollar store, so we're one better. Yes, yeah. <laughs> right. <sighs> Anyways, uh, real quick, I just want to get to this one because I know Blake's a big fan of this franchise, and he saw the last movie. Collider reports that, in spite of rumors to the Collider, 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 <laughs> the Terminator franchise will go on, just like Celine Dion. <laughs> there have been talks about Genesis. You know why? Because. Time is a flat circle. <laughs> Genesis disappointed at the box office. Driving a Buick. And they thought that would put the franchise on hold. But hey, studio said, we see that. And we call your bluff. Uh, earlier this year, it was announced that James Cameron would return to the series after Avatar 87. <laughs> now Skydance boss David Ellison said a major announcement about the series will be coming this year. He said, I will say we have resolved the future of the franchise. Oh, they've resolved it. <laughs> yeah. Like there's a problem. They went back in time. Because <laughs> well, they went back in time again. And this is always the good side. And believe me, it's an incredibly bright future. I think we're going to... Well, if it's, it's a bright future, then we don't need these uh, movies because they're always about it being a dark future. I think it's what's right. going... What it's going... I'm sorry. I think where it's going will be the continuation of what the fans really wanted to see since Terminator 2. The end? <laughs> I didn't even want to see Terminator 2, but that's a different story. Ooh, let me guess. Amelia Clark. Oh, wait, you saw her. We have something this year that we will be announcing for the franchise. It's something we're incredibly excited about, and we think it's the direction it needs to head. Back in time? Yes. <laughs> but I did hear Schwarzenegger isn't going to have anything to do with it. Who cares? Well, he just, they're going to cut out every other He came other out one. and said he's done. Yeah. Arnold's going to ride so, in in a DeLorean. Well, Genesis was supposed to be part of a trilogy or something. <laughs> yes, it was. And, yes, it was. And it's not going to, they're going to go in a different direction than that started. So Everything will take place after Terminator 2 now. Don't worry about the last movies. But 3 yeah. was good. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Claire Danes was in it. I like her. Ooh. Shop girl. No. Yeah, so I, I, Blake, I know you're a fan of time travel and the Terminator series, so yeah. please. Oh, yeah. Uh, what do you yeah, think about this? You excited? What do you think? You're terminated. <laughs> Can we just start fresh and say, don't even worry about the first two? Let's just start fresh. I don't know. And they said the other uh, thing they were talking about is that they're not going to concentrate on the war in the future, like the robots attacking the humans. So I have we're going to go back to the present day now on time travel. I would oh. just say, just, just put... Terminator 2 back out in the theaters again. I bet you get more people going. Put it in 3D and boom, there you go. Yeah, 4D smell of vision. See, I got an idea. Why don't they just take a computer virus from 2017 and go in the future and upload it to the to the hard drive hard drive with the bots and kill it. There you go. It's easy to do because they already figured out how to eradicate that virus. Because they're yeah, but are they on a Mac OS or a PC? I feel like are they on DOS? Come on, I feel like DOS Commodore sixty four. They're all Linux. Damn it! I like how every movie though, when they go into the future and go back in time, I feel like it really clears up the timeline a lot. I feel like it's a pretty straight, clear. <laughs> if you know exactly what happens. Why do you keep fucking up? <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know what happens. It's kind of like Austin Powers. He's on the toilet. Let me just go back in time and shoot him when he's on the toilet. Can yeah. I just shoot him? Just no, 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 Scott. That's not that's not acceptable. Speaking of time travel and all, did yes. you happen to catch Sunday's episode of uh, Making History? No, we're one behind. Watch it. Okay, it, it, it's gotten good. This episode was. I cool. like making history. It, it it it's gotten better even. Okay, yeah, it, it's not it, making. A, it's going to be canceled. They said uh, At, this is the only season they. Isn't think. that like Quantum Leap with friends? Oh, it's funny, but it, it's a comedy, so it's they not, don't take it that's seriously. What I'm saying, like, yeah. and it's Famous Adam Path, I think. Uh, from Mindy Pally. Project, yeah, Pally from Mindy Project. He was in uh, that other show everybody loved. Um, yeah, I forgot the name of it. Is yeah. it actually it was good? A, Oh, yeah. it's hilarious. Really? It really is. The commercials God, do not do so it justice. Bad. The commercials okay. are awful. No. Okay. And, and I'll give it a shot. I would say... But you're saying they're canceling it? I, I would they, probably say probably started episode four because that one was... The the, the other ones, it, it it was hit and miss in the, the first yeah. three or whatnot. I think episode four. I don't know. The gun episode was good when they talked about oh, the guns. Like I said, hit and miss. I was a hit. There were a couple, but <laughs> the British have guns and they're going to take our guns. Well, why are you taking our guns? Because you wanted our guns, yeah. but I wanted your guns. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, we didn't want your guns until you started putting bringing a whole lot of guns, and now we're worried. <laughs> <laughs> so don't take our guns. <laughs> uh, there's your uh, quick news of the geek again. Thanks to Jason Brown. You ever wonder when Spider-Man goes to the bathroom if the toilet paper sticks to his fingers? You ever wonder why Superman wears his underwear outside of his pants? My name is Imran. My name is Anthony. He's the jock. And he's the nerd. And we're your hosts for the Jock and Nerd podcast, where we sometimes try to attempt to answer these questions. This is a full spoiler podcast, and we swear a lot. Check it out for awesome geek news, interviews, and comic book reviews. Visit jockandnerd.com. We are your superhero TV, movies, and comic book culture curators. Boom. Jockandnerd.com. Jockandnerd! Hey, Hobie listeners. Wait on September 22nd through 24th. If anything, if you're in Cincinnati, you should probably come to the Cincinnati Comic Expo at the Duke Energy Center. It's a fun-filled weekend uh, with lots and lots of fellow geeks and nerds. Uh, here's some of the stars coming. Julian Glover from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade from Game of Thrones. He plays the Heatmeister, I think. Uh, we also have Greg Capullo, the artist from Batman. Uh, we got John Ratzenberger, Cliff Clavin himself, and in every other Pixar films. I uh, wish I should probably lead with that instead of the Cliff Clavin because no one has seen that in years. We also have Adam Hughes, who was on Wonder Woman. And we got Carrie Yules from The Princess Bride, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, and many other films. So, if you're in the Cincinnati area, September 22nd through the 24th, 2017, go to the CincinnatiComicExpo.com, get your tickets, and uh, we will see you at the expo. That music always means our top five list. Top so, five! Uh, this week we are doing top five greatest comeback performances. Whether it be you're coming back, you know, actors or musicians. Performances? Well, that's what I told you when what I wrote actresses? it to you. Intern just put or, top five greatest comebacks. Yeah, that's what the intern wrote. That isn't what I told the intern to write. So. Whoops. <laughs> well... Close enough. Okay, good. I mean, if this it, is your pick this week. You guys always get on the intern and me because I do the top fives but, but, a lot. Yeah. 
Anybody Athletes, musicians, actors slash actresses, any any walk of uh, uh, of life. Okay. If somebody was more down, in the entertainment industry, not like it does not necessarily. Oh, if you didn't want to, well, you didn't give me tell me that. I mean, yeah. I thought if you want to change it, go ahead. If not, keep what you have. Tough no, shit, doctor. No. Just go with it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I like to work within a certain parameter. Uh, I've led this big and loose. Oh, 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 <laughs> big and loose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kind of like, never mind. Anyways, <laughs> Dr. Bender, what is your number five uh-huh. greatest comebacks? Uh, let's see. I'm sure I did a tie here. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a good one. Yeah. Good podcast. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, there we go. Acting. Uh, yeah, I've got a tie here. Um, okay. You hope he did? Uh, yeah, I hope he did. In uh, the late 90s, this guy redefined himself as a dramatic actor, mm-hmm. won multiple Oscars. Anyone know? Anyone know? Dak Shepard? No, Tom Hanks. Oh, he had oh. several bad. Uh, I mean, Joe the versus the volcano. Joe oh. versus the volcano. Time out. Do not mock the burbs on this okay. show. The, the burbs. Yeah. Red Rover, Red Rover, send Ray over. No, Good. no the burbs sucked. The burbs yeah, was it, amazing. He had several flops in a row. Then Philadelphia came out. The and man he defined himself. Shoe. That's Ooh. a pretty good comeback in Hollywood, right? Um, I mean, when you start off as bosom buddies, I mean, it's kind of hard to Don't go. Don't rip on bosom buddies. <laughs> oh, you won't That's rip like on the... that, but you'll rip on the burbs? Oh, no. <laughs> or bachelor party. I mean, come on. Yeah, bachelor party's fantastic. When you start at an apex like those two, I mean, come on. All right. Uh, so my other tie was uh, actually uh, Jessica Lange in, in American Horror Story. I, I oh. thought she kind of redefined herself, and and now she's in uh, uh, the, the F- uh, FXX, FX, uh, the the duel. Oh yeah, uh, about the I, which I, I've been recording. I haven't watched yet, but I'm sure it's pretty good. Uh, but Joan, she's Joan I, I Woodward is Je- Jessica Lange is fantastic. Yeah. I, I think she's a fantastic actress. Joan, but Joan and Betty, Joan yeah, Joan and Betty. Yep. Oh, oh those that's are my right. those are my uh, two, and that's the acting side. Your Blake, acting. what's your number five? Uh, my number five. I start out with number five. This mm. was uh, given well, to that's me. A good start to given do to me from the female perspective. Mm-hmm. The female your wife perspective said uh, I have to include uh, Barcelona versus uh, Paris Saint Germain. Oh my God, that. Duel is amazing. Their combat. Oh my god, I loved it. That's right. Oh my god, they were down one nil. How do you come back from one nil? Oh my god. They were down four one. I don't think you know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he has no idea what his mom talked. But they were about. down one nothing. How do you come back? From I don't one know. Dude. Hey, you know how hard it is to get one goal in. Oh, stock. I know. They were down one nothing. Try nothing. getting right. three. Try getting six. Four. Oh. All right. So, anyways, that new math—they're down four to one. How you, know they get six? you know what's nice about <laughs> soccer? Nothing or European football. <laughs> the fact that over in Europe, you can take all the league champions from all the different countries and you put them together in what's called a Champions League. You take mm-hmm. the first two or three, and depending upon how well your league does in the year before and the regular year, you know, basically lets you X number of teams in, right? So imagine if you know continental U.S. Well, okay, if Canada, Mexico, if it was a real World Series, if Canada, Mexico, yeah, if like it's a real World instead Series, instead of it being the American but Series, but not all stars, all star teams, yeah. but actual club teams, so that if you took like uh, the Canadian Football League winner, the NFL League winner, and if let's pretend Mexico played American style football, you would take the Mexico or the Central Americans, yeah. And you put them all together and you had them do like Isn't a the, the World NCAA Baseball elimination thing where you do a home and home. That's well, what that, I would have compared it to more like the World Baseball Classic. No, the World Baseball Classic is, the is countries. It's, it's countries. Right. It's oh, countries. Oh, countries. They're taking your, their champions. I'll be so, honest. I'm yeah, bored by this champion, already. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, in the Champions League, they do home and homes. And it's a total goal, goal score. 
goals scored away from home, mm-hmm. you know, mean more when it comes. They've got a ties, long list of tie breaks. Oh, it's crazy. Oh, yeah, so this team came back from four to one. Yeah, so so Barcelona went to play Paris PSG, mm-hmm. Paris Saint Germain. Okay, and they lost like four to nothing. And of course, that's like the death knell for Barcelona, especially Spanish teams always make it to the champions in this stuff. Okay, or Bayern Munich, you know. So they came back, and Barcelona had to win by four goal, five goals in order to win because they played at home, and actually they actually scored six goals. Because, uh, you know, Perry PSG still scored one, so that means they had to score six. And they still did it in a soccer game. Mm. Wasn't that recent? It was like two years yeah, ago? Yeah, it was a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, it was just like weeks. Last month. Yeah, yeah, it was what? a month ago. Oh, yeah. I thought it was like a year ago. Wait, no. Yeah. So, it's a, it's, so in the soccer world, it's huge. It's basically huge. impossible, yes. Yeah, basically impossible. You're right. And Barcelona pulled off the impossible. Well, that was my number five. There you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One day Blake's just going to kill me. It's <laughs> all right. Uh, my number five is uh, something you didn't think about, but it's uh, kind of making a comeback. Uh, the bubonic plague in the Midwest. Uh, <laughs> it is making a comeback. Uh, you are right. outside the entertainment industry. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Ebola. It keeps trying to make a comeback. In so the bubonic plague in the Midwest uh, affects about 25 to 50 people a year. Uh, gophers are, is actually what brings it around. Uh, people Golfers? No, gophers. <laughs> You're going to get killed I, I can see golfers spreading disease. Ted Knight does it. They don't even kill the gophers. Like so the bubonic plague is my number five because good for it for coming back. Everybody needs a good plague. All right. What's your number five, Jeff? My number five is a director. I'm Jason going... Brown? No, no. J- Jason Brown hadn't had a lull yet. <laughs> Uh, what is it? No. I'm sorry. Jason Brown didn't have a lull in his That's career right. yet. That's right. I'm going with M. Night Shyamalan. Oh. Uh, with with his uh, new movie that just came out or whatever. He's like actually getting some respect again. And he's doing a lot of the smaller horror movies that he started gaining his respect through, too, they say. Yeah, so... Okay. so. So, all yeah, right. that's right, all through. Right, all right. What's your number four? Uh, my number four is a politician. Uh, is it Mitch McConnell? Because I'm just Mitch McConnell. Sitting on this bill, we're going to get rid of Obamacare. I'm sorry, what happened? Nope, it's not Mitch McConnell. Oh, okay. Uh, no, Wiener? It's, it's, it's Joe Wiener? Biden. Oh. Oh. 1987, Joe Biden is the front runner in the, for the Democratic nominee for president, and then this scandal on his uh, plagiarism comes mm-hmm. up. Boom. It looks like, you know, he'll never have a shot again. And then 20 years later, he's vice president. That doesn't mean anything, though. But, Dan Quayle was I mean, vice president. I mean, let's apparently, be Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really a comeback. That's just you fall into but, something. I'll but, give you the idea. And, and he's probably the front runner to run from the Democratic side in 2020. But I'm the front runner in 2024. If I'm still alive, I'm Mitch McConnell. Well, okay. In fact, the fact that the four of us have done this podcast, I think our odds are we're out for 2020. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I don't think none of us can run for public office. <laughs> Uh, anyways, my number four, it's a timeless one, but it's come back a little bit. He even had a show on MTV. Um, your Mama. Your Mama come, is a good comeback. The, the oh, joke. The Just joke. your Mama. Yo, Mama. Your mama. You, yep. tell, you call me something? That your Mama. Of, that was one of my honorable mentions. There you go. That's my comeback. Along with, that's what it's she a good said, comeback really. when somebody insults you. Your Mama. 
There you go. Yo Mama. Yep. You know, I actually downloaded Yo Mama from the Far Side. Remember the Far Side? No. Rap group? Yo Mama. Yo Mama. Yo Mama. Okay, anyway. Oh, I thought uh, you meant the no. cartoon. But no, MTV no, had a cartoon also. Yeah. I'm like, I don't remember the Yo Mama cartoon. It was no. an MTV show with uh, Wilma... Flintstone? No, Valderrama from the 70s show. Whatever. She's a uh, soccer player. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm with your mama. That's my, number oh. four. That's my number four comeback. All right, who's that? Uh, oh, J- J- Blake, Blake, what's your number four? four? Yeah, this is Farside, your mama. I like mine better. <laughs> anyway, I don't know, just so Jason, yeah, don't let Jason rap. Don't bring us. Your the, mama, your mama, I'm from the far side. The cows. Mama. The it's, cows a good, it's, a good, it's a funny song. Yeah, the cows talk. Different far side. Yeah. All right, my number four. My number four, you know, screw the Patriots. Yeah. You know, that their victory still wasn't as impressive yes, as was. the uh, playoff game that I witnessed in 1993, the Buffalo Bills versus the Houston Oilers. That's a good one better than your mama. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. one of my ties. At halftime, the Buffalo Bills, and this is why it's even better, they're down 35-3 to against yes. Warren Moon and the Houston Oilers. Who had and a hell of a Buff- team that year. And, yeah, and the Buffalo Bills... We're being quarterbacked by Frank Reich. Yes. The third Reich. Yeah. <laughs> because Jim Kelly was injured and he was out. So they even they came back, tied it, going into overtime to win 38 to 35. That's one of and the And it was more impressive because it was a backup quarterback playing in the playoffs. That's yeah. one of those games that I was 14, 15. Yeah. But it's outside of the Bengals, that's one of the few games I remember when I was that young. Yeah. To watch from start to finish and remember everything about that game was amazing. It was. It was incredible. I remember watching. It and my one brother was like, "Oh, we should turn. You know, we want to turn something else on." No, let's just keep watching. And they just kept coming back. Yeah, and then Frank Wright parlayed that into a failed starting QB career. He did <laughs> surprisingly <laughs> not with the Browns. <laughs> not with the Browns. But he's now a coach. Frank Wright is. Oh, awesome. He's a quarterbacks coach. Where? I don't know. <laughs> He's somewhere in football. He's somewhere. <laughs> he's, he's somewhere. Coaching, he's coaching my son's team. <laughs> <laughs> he's somewhere when he's at home in a basement watching a continuous loop of the game. <laughs> I was at the top of the world. He's coaching five-year-olds. <laughs> uh, doctor, what's your number th- four? My number four is my music one. Uh, so it's, it's I hope he did. Uh, yeah, Johnny Cash with American Recordings in 1994. I had Johnny Cash as an honorable mention. Okay. So, uh, Ozzy Osbourne in the Blizzard of Oz in 1980. Oh, they meant his reality After show. After Yomi and them kicked him out of Black Sabbath and proved that Sabbath could survive without Ozzy, everybody thought Ozzy was done, and then he met up with a guy named Randy Rhodes. Dum dum. He was a dun, hell of a wrestler. Dun, dun, and then dun, dun. Uh, the I, last I, one I, on the, or another was ACDC's Back in Black after Bon Scott died. And uh, Highway to Hell, one of the great rock albums of all time. How mm-hmm. are you going to follow that shit up? Savage Garden. Back in black. <laughs> oh, sorry. What? And then lastly, as a semi-honorable mention, Def Leppard, when Rick Allen loses his arm three years later, Hysteria sells over 20 million copies. I, I had Rick Allen as an honorable mention to come well, back to. Why don't you throw in uh, Joy Division after their lead singer commits suicide, come back as New Order? Because they came back as New Order and it was a different band. No, it wasn't the same band. They it was a di- different name, singer. so they weren't Who? the same band. Mm-hmm. Who? Who? Not the Who. The Who's been around forever. They never had a good comeback. <laughs> uh, what's your number four, Jap? Uh, or three? What are you number? I did my four. 
So I'm on three now. Oh, actually, you should be no, going back to Doctor Bednar. It's my, yeah, it's, it's my snake turn. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, it's, it's Bednar's number We're three. It. All right, number three was a tie because I had Frank Reich bringing the Bills to a comeback. Okay. But I also had Cleveland Indians 2001 12-run comeback while tra- trailing by 11 Seattle in the seventh. They were trailing by 12 runs in the seventh inning. They came back, scored 12 runs between the seventh inning and the ninth, and then won it in the bottom of the tenth. Kenny Lofton scored the game-winning run, and it is still to this day the biggest comeback in Major League Baseball history after five innings. After five innings. Okay. There you go. Man. But this wasn't a playoff game or anything, was no, it? it was oh. just in the height of the in the height of the Cleveland's. It's still the greatest comeback and one of the greatest comebacks in sports history. I can see your participation yeah, yeah. trophy. It's, it's only number three. We did it's two and one. Did they get a participation yeah, it's like trophy? Six goals in soccer. Come on! Oh my God, that was so amazing. I loved it. I stayed home from work to watch it. Just remember, just because I just because the sock monkeys give up twelve regularly <laughs> in half an inning. Oh, we do. We we usually. Uh, doesn't come to mean bat, that this that, is normal. We usually start batting in twelve in baseball. Twelve okay. runs. We don't do our best until we get twelve down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Blake, what's your number three? All right, my number three. Um, I, I had I picked two musical mm-hmm. uh, selections, uh, which Bednar just reminded me about Joy Division in New Order. Oh, but yeah. to go along with his uh, bands, because you know most of his bands he picked annoy me. Uh, the first band that annoys me, <laughs> that made a comeback thanks to rap and Run DMC, nah. Aerosmith. That wasn't a comeback. Came back with Walk That was a way. comeback. That was a comeback. band was dead. It's an honorable mention. That band was dead, and then Run DMC 19... finds the groove. They thought the, no. They thought Aerosmith was called <laughs> Toys in the Attic. Oh, for fuck's sake, no. And then they come back, and then they start another 20-year rebirth of their music. It had nothing to do with years. Run DMC. It had that everything to do with... It still annoys me. I don't want to miss a thing. No, it had a lot to do with Run DMC. Yeah, but they... they no were... one would have even brought them back if... Make to differ, Armageddon, the movie, would have brought them back. No. No. I no. don't want to miss it, a it, thing. It has everything to do... Pump was the... Yeah, well, actually, Permanent Vacation was the next album, but Pump was the good album they did after that, but they were... Dead and off the charts. They were to run dead DMC. in the water. They, no, they weren't. D-I-W. Dude looks like a lady. No, they weren't. The, which was after, dude. The run after DMC. Run DMC. Dogs are like a lady. Walk this way. Go look it up. Look it up. Uh, no, I'm right. I'm proven wrong. Oh no, that's fine. They're an honorable mention. It's just not nearly as big a comeback as you know, Def Leppard's guy losing his fucking arms. So. No bubonic plague. Well, Def Leppard still sucked. Yeah. So what was the oh. point? Oh, pyromania, dude. Come on. There are no with dep- arm. There are no Depeche Mode. Pyromania. He still had his arm. Same that arm. Album. He made, See, they made Hysteria. I'm not saying that I liked Hysteria as an album. I'm saying it was a hell of a comeback. Well, my comeback was Rick Allen coming back. Not the band That's Def Leppard. And I did say yeah, Rick I Allen say more than he, the band Def Leppard. He, he himself coming back was a remarkable That's thing. That's what I'm getting at. More so than Def Leppard. If you would have said him, I would agree. Def Leppard? Ah, oh, fuck. Let's put it this way. Def Leppard died when Rick Allen lost his arm to me. But it's a hell of a comeback. What's your uh, tie for three? The one that I did like uh-huh. when I uh, paired up with Rick Rubin in the American recordings, Johnny Cash. Oh, okay. When he came back to record Johnny Cash some of his old original old songs, and then covering some uh, modern me. modern songs. Mm-hmm. You know, most famously uh, when Johnny covered you know Nine Inch Nails is Hurt. Fifteen years later. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, my number three is they thought this guy was dead and buried in his acting career. Robert Downey Jr. God damn it, that's my second. 
fuck yeah, put it on the board, but bitches. He's tied. It's all right. <laughs> I hope he's number two. Uh, I tied number three, too. Uh, it's Buffalo Bills comeback, because I forgot about that. No. <laughs> uh, Robert Downey, you, you never thought he would be done. Uh, you thought he would be done. Yeah, Either I mean, drugs would get him, alcohol. Well, it did. Well, it did, but you never thought he would come back. Right. Chaplin bombed at the box office. I mean, I thought after, you know, back to school, his career was done. Wait, are you saying that because <laughs> Chaplin bombed at the box office, it was not... I mean, that was his best work. No. Seriously? That was good. He's but, fantastic eh. in Chaplin. He's good, but eh, the movie's boring. Um, well, it's, it's, <laughs> he can't even talk in it. It was okay. all silent <laughs> film. Okay. Yeah, there was no talking in that movie. No, it sucked. <laughs> I love you, man. <laughs> Uh, You're the one who loves them. <laughs> I was trying to figure out who it was. Jeff, what's your number three? I'm gonna oh, we're back to me. No, but seriously, since Chaplin in 92, there was a span of like, what, yeah. 10, 15? Oh, yeah. Chaplin, it was a, yes. It was a brief. He did threesome. Was, Remember that one? No. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, what about uh, Less Than Zero? Oh, God. Uh, Great book, bad movie. Uh, my my oh, number three boy. is my musician on my list. Oh, and okay. I picked uh, Roy Orbison. Oh, God, yeah, yeah that's a good right. one. Pretty woman. He was, yeah, he had a huge Walking career in the 60s the and pretty much disappeared. And then the, the late 80s, you know, Wilburys. got the Wilburys and got like a, unfortunately, turned out to be a posthumous last album because mm. uh, he passed away right as his comeback was, was getting big. But Roy Orbison was my number three. Yeah, What's your number good. two? I like it. Uh, my number two Umanic is Pike? an actor, my actor pick. <laughs> this was the Ebola. <laughs> uh, I picked uh, Neil Patrick Harris. He, I thought about him. I thought about him because after Doogie Howser, yeah, he big on yep. Doogie Howser, and he had, to, and then no one thought they were going to see him again. And then when he popped up in Harold and Kumar, uh, you know, playing you know a version of himself, bam, hilarious, went on a run. Now you can't can't see, stop him. Yeah, can't, can't go anywhere without seeing can't Neil Patrick get, Harris. Can't stop him. Can't stop the music. So Neil Patrick Harris is my number two. Uh, my uh, number call. two is the true athlete, uh, the wrestler Shawn Michaels. Uh, after his Who? shut up. After WrestleMania Who? 14, they thought his career was dead. Hey, didn't you mean acting career? Who? It's real. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> WrestleMania is this weekend. I'll be damned if you fucking ruin Just it. Just so you know. Shut up. You know Game of Thrones fake, is fake right? too. Shut you know up. Fake, right? Shut up. Anyway, I, I yeah, Game of Thrones is fantasy. No, it's fake. So, like so wrestling. wrestling. Yeah, yeah. But I have a question. You keep saying that like it matters though, Blake. Right. You know, it's fake. Yeah, so, so, yeah. It because I talk about right. fab. So, so don't talk about them as being athletes. They are athletes. Or sports. They are athletes. Fake. So is the NBA. You're telling me that's not fixed? NFL? Yeah, the that's NFL's fixed. fixed yeah. So, yeah. Say, Anyways, they're not WrestleMania is this weekend. They're not athletes. They're performers. Thank you. I told my wife this weekend, <laughs> on Sunday I even put it on her calendar, shut up. <laughs> I put it on the calendar, do not bother me this Sunday. Uh, or you can bother me, but I'm staying home. Do not plan anything. I'm going to put a duck or a, a lot of oh, live chicken <laughs> in the smoker. Your electric electric smoker. live chicken. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to sacrifice a live chicken, folks. For the Just so maybe we should have gotten the live chicken. Maybe we should have gotten the live chicken. In your electric smoker. I feel, like my wife, I feel like my wife is just going to bring me KFC. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. and I said, my Get son and I, gold. there's three hour pre show. And then four and a half hours of WrestleMania. So we're all invited to come over, right? Two no. and a half hour pre-show? Three. Three hour yes. pre-show? Yes. <laughs> it's shorter than the Super Bowl. <laughs> My son and I are sitting down and watching it. It's going to be the greatest thing ever. So there you go. 
Anyway, Shawn Michaels, uh, he injured himself in the casket match in January in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Not helping you guys. Not helping. That's your fault for mentioning a casket match. He actually, his back landed on it, like uh, uh, the bottom part of it landed on the corner of it. Hey, when they test for PEDs, are they testing to make sure that you are taking PEDs? <laughs> when he came back clean and he's out. You come back clean, suspended. they boot you? He's been suspended for a year. They make fun of your fucking drummer that lost a foot or something, okay? So shut up. Anyways. He go. never could have drummed if he lost his foot. Oh, the pedal. Okay. Hey, we didn't find any HGH Arm, in your nothing. blood sample. He was out for taking a many cut. years. They thought his career was over after WrestleMania 14. He came back and was better than ever and lasted another four or five years. So, Shawn Michaels is uh, my number two. You can all fuck yourself. <laughs> and and, proof uh, that PEDs work, kids. <laughs> and fuck you all. Uh, Blake, what's your number two? <laughs> From the Lyle Alzado School of Steroids. <laughs> I'm sorry to the Alzado family. I'm very sorry. <laughs> Allegedly. All right, so number two, I, I have a tie. I hobied it. So, of course, one was, of course, Robert Downey Jr. Fake. With his resurrection. Yeah, they're movies. <laughs> with the resurrection of, uh, you know, Sherlock and Iron Man. It's awesome. Yeah, one of two isn't bad. Or, uh, was it, what was it called? Naked Thunder? What the hell was it? Naked Lunch? Tropic Thunder. <laughs> Tropic, Tropic Thunder. Thunder. Yeah, Tropic Thunder. Naked Lunch? <laughs> I can think of two things wrong with that title. <laughs> what do you mean, you people? <laughs> Uh, what's your other one? <laughs> Never go full Hobie. Never go full Hobie. <laughs> she know better. Yeah. Never go full Hobie. And then, uh, of course, this guy, you know, his his career was dead. Got resurrected by Pulp Fiction, John Travolta. John Travolta? And oh. then we were made to suffer again for the Do next three years Do you think he'll have another comeback? Fiction. <laughs> No, because he keeps making shitty movie and groping women on award shows. But then he'll make one good movie and we'll say, hey, another comeback. I want to touch your face. No. Come here, Akeem Olajuwon. You sing so beautifully. I want to take when you your did face Frozen. Off. Let me touch your face. I want your soul. So John Travolta won't be on the show. And that's what happens when you're in And that was just Sonus Brager. <laughs> I'm John Revolta. <laughs> Are you drunk? <laughs> Isn't that what he did? Like, yeah. He announced everybody. He called her a key melange one. Uh, uh, he didn't, but. And then, of course, I had another child actor. Well, I remembered. <laughs> I had another child actor two? who How disappeared many? for a while and then came back in Arrested Development, Jason Bateman. This is a top five, not a top 20. <laughs> well, you already said Robert Downey, and I had ties for. This is my homie list. Have you learned yet? <laughs> Good Lord, man, you're 169 episodes. Yeah, 169 episodes in. You haven't figured out his top fives, top 50. Chris, what's your uh, doctor? What's your number two or uh, one? Whatever. Oh, wait, on. am I done? No. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> He's done. You, know Jason Bateman. you know why? You know why? Fuck you. Keep Actually, going. You know what? No, fuck you. I am done. <laughs> uh, I, I, I was waiting for, you know, Kirk Cameron or something next. <laughs> Saving Christmas. Okay. No, he's still bombing. Yeah. I'm sorry. Let's let him have a comeback before we put <laughs> him on not. the list. Let's not. Even God doesn't want to come back from him. Uh, well, he did have a comeback. It's called Jesus. <laughs> well, my number two. Nella Wafers. My number two is the uh, Red Sox coming back from down. What's your one? Screw Boston. Boston. What's your number one, then? Yeah, but you didn't like that. Screw Boston. Yeah, screw Fuck. Boston. Did you enjoy that? I hate the, hated the Yankees pretty... Uh, yeah, I hated the yeah, Yankees Yeah, but you know, who'd they come back and beat before the Yankees? Before the Yankees? 
Before they beat the Yankees, they beat the Indians. No, the Yankees beat the Indians. No, the Yankees beat the Indians that year. Oh, fuck it. Who doesn't beat the Indians? <laughs> but they had beaten the Indians a year before. Yeah, I mean, yeah, come okay. on. Okay. Right. lost to everybody in the and they've beaten them too. We beat, we, What's your number we, one? Like, whatever. We don't like um, that one. What's your number yeah, one? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on, that was a fantastic Yeah, but we all hate the, the Red Sox. Yeah. So. Yeah. And we all hate the Red Sox now. <laughs> Down with Boston. <laughs> what do you mean now? I hated them. So, then. my number one <laughs> greatest comeback of all time, no questions asked, undisputed. No doubt about it, along with the greatest performance in the history of sports. We're going to fist bump when he announced Cleveland it. Cavaliers coming yeah, back baby. from 3-1 in the finals against Golden State, who had set the record for the largest number of wins in the history of the NBA. Fake. At Golden State. Take them down. Fake. Back home. Take them down again. And Game 7 came back from 8 points down to win in Golden State. Fake. And LeBron James had the greatest finals. He's the king, baby. In the history of... LeBron the King. All basketball. You know the NBA did that on purpose. It was all fake because they needed to get King James a championship. I have one argument against that, nope. Jason. Nope. Cleveland. Cleveland. Nope. Blake, was that your number one? Because the other guy got my yes, argument about that was it's basketball. If the NBA so it can't is be the going greatest to fix anything. something against anyone, why would they let Cleveland win? Because exactly. they're talking about they fix the draft every year to give them the number one pick. I mean, come well, on. with the number one pick for the seventh straight year. Oh, Cleveland, that's a shocker. Maybe they'll get it right this time. No, because you're going to give it to the Lakers so they can get that ball, kid. Uh, Blake's number one was the same thing. So glad you joined. Actually, I had a tie. Oh, Jesus. What's your other one? (laughs) Shawn Michaels? Muhammad Ali, baby. Muhammad Ali. World boxing champion. Went to jail because he refused to draft. Yep. Etc. Comes back and regains his title after out of boxing for several years. After being in jail. Yeah. Do you know what he did in jail? Trained. No, nothing. (laughs) Great. Trained every day. Still, that's not boxing, man. Okay. Uh, my number one, I don't know how this is not your number one. Uh, this is the greatest comeback of all time. They gave him a one at hundred chance of recovery. They invented a fucking procedure. Tommy John. <laughs> I, thought, I thought about that. He was He's my number one. As soon as you put that out there, the fucker, they didn't think he was ever going to pitch again. And, and he didn't invent a procedure. He was the, doctors just the first person. Did. Yeah. That oh, he, he invented the was surgery. Was famously Let me do it. I got my hand over here. Hold on. How do you think Luke Gehrig feels? <laughs> nah, you know. He got a disease. <laughs> he got a disease. The they would have healed him, but they just said, he's an asshole. <laughs> they said, ah, fuck you. <laughs> oh, that was Ty Cobb. Oh, God. <laughs> Is it Jacobs? I think Jacobs is the name of the doctor. Like, and now it's official. We are all going to hell. <laughs> Sorry, that was Ty Cobb. <laughs> never mind. Uh, I hope I never get a case of Ty Cobb. I consider myself <laughs> the biggest Jason Bigger hater. <laughs> Tommy John, though, is my number one. Uh, I to the Luke Garrick family. <laughs> Ty Cobb. You got Garrick and Cobb confused. Uh, Tommy, Way to go. I blame Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, what's your number one, Jeff? <laughs> Uh, my you, number one. Can you bring any redemption to this top five? Well, please. my number one is an athlete. It's in the boxing world. Muhammad Ali. It is George Foreman. Oh, when he came back with the came Foreman back grill. With his grill. Good call. <laughs> That's right. The Foreman grill. Jeff That's does a like to eat. Hell of a comeback. You're right. That grill. Jeff, join me. Explain it. That grill revolutionized cooking. Hulk Hogan could have had a chance for at like it. Fifteen years. Well, for me, I mean, yeah, I actually can cook now. Because I own a George Foreman grill. You know, Hulk Hogan was supposed to be the person on that, and he turned it down to do yep. Hulk Hogan's pasta mania thing. No, 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 no. <laughs> Just another reason Hulk why. Hogan, the, Hulk Hogan wasn't home when they called. That's what it was. That's what it was. And uh, 
And so he they couldn't get a hold of him, so then they went to Foreman. Yep. Yeah. And then he invented Pasta Mania. That didn't work out too well. <laughs> so and he ends up doing internet porn. George Foreman? Oh, no, Hulk Hogan. that is hot. Oh, and George call Foreman me George. Named call me George. Call me George. your Hobie episode. Dr. Bednar, thanks for coming on the show. I am definitely not better off. <laughs> we aren't either. You brought all this Cleveland crap with you. Hey, you know what? <laughs> it was what awesome. This is why we like Henno better. You had, what, three Cleveland things on your list? Three Cleveland teams? I can't help the fact that the Indians had the greatest comeback in, in Major League Baseball history, you know, and that the yes. Cavaliers had the greatest uh, comeback in NBA history. What correct. am I supposed to do? I'm surprised. I'm, I didn't put the, I'm, I'm the 1993 New York Jets-Cleveland Browns game. I'm surprised none of you assholes brought up the goddamn drive, or the goddamn fumble, or the goddamn fucking what? Red Ride 88 bullshit. Yeah, but see, the thing is the rest of the world doesn't care. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. We're the only one. Can I have an honorable mention? Uh, uh, the Chicago Cubs winning the World Series down three to one against the Indians. Fuck you, Brit. <laughs> That's what I should have put. That was on my it. number one. Yeah. That would be a very, very yeah. good comeback if the Indians were at full strength. So. Right. Oh, it was a great. That. It was a great comeback because they were the worst team in the history of teams. They had. Like 110 years of not winning? They just needed 27 outs. Uh, anyways, <laughs> just saying. 27 outs, that's a rough one. Actually, at that point, I think they needed less than that. It was like 15. Okay, pull it together, people. I'm um, just saying. Ooh, can't Outs win that difficult. one. Steph Curry wasn't even at full uh, full health when he lost that series. Anyways, yeah, moving on. Right. We appreciate it. Bad idea yeah, of the right. week. Bad idea of the week. Bad idea of the week. <laughs> Bringing two Clevelanders on <laughs> podcast at the same time. <laughs> Playing in the World Series and losing uh, three games to one uh, lead in the World Series. So uh, that is bad idea number 18. <laughs> wow. Uh, Dr. Bender, please come back on anytime you would like. And... Uh, Rogerson. I would like to thank all of the fans of Hobie, and I will be starting my own podcast on the side. <laughs> Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. From walking dead to talking heads, from comic books to TV sets, there's a history. Not so bad. There's the history. It's the history of bad. So bad.